Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Hawkfanatic.com, this segment brought to you by Dr. Lance Forbes, Diamond Dental in Cedar Rapids, Players Sports Bar and Grill downtown, Dirk Sterner, Taxidermy. Also, doesn't that sound like a show? Dirk Sterner, Taxidermy. It does. Sounds like. Get to work on that. Uh, the Oxio Kid in the Amanas, Premier Automotive in North Liberty, Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, 101 South Dubuque Street, downtown Iowa City, Premier, uh, pr- uh, rather, Premier, <laughs> yes, <laughs> Premier Automotive. You know, you're going to be really good at this with a little more experience. <laughs> really good. It's been like this all day. <laughs> it really has. Big Talk Satellite, Internet, and Solar. Don't call an 800 number. Call Kevin and his crew. A Premier Dish authorized retailer at 338-6600. Also, Suples Flowers, home of 1-800-800-ROSE. GT Car and his crew at Suples Siding and Remodeling. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for cars. Steve Anderson, Hawkeye Title and Settlement. And Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln, Patrick Eads and his staff on Mormon Truck. Joining Mr. Suter, it's Pat Hardy from HawkFanatic.com. Good morning, Pat Hardy from HawkFanatic.com. Good morning, all. It's a pleasure to be here this it's morning. A, it's a double pleasure for me being here. <laughs> and I'm supposed to be, right now, supposed to be in Cancun. And I'm not. And I don't feel sorry for you. I know. Do you feel, do you feel sorry for him, Captain? No, because right now I'm supposed to be in a retirement village. <laughs> in Cancun? No, anywhere. You and Jan playing yeah. tennis, Jan in a little short yeah. skirt. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we'll do. With drinks with umbrellas on yeah. them and Yeah. That's what we'll do. You're not gonna re- you're gonna you're not gonna retire in Florida someday? No, no. Nope. No, I never that does not appeal to me no, at all. Nor do, do I. I if I you know, one day I'll probably retire, wouldn't you think? How? Uh, one day. How? Just not this how? day. How are yeah. you going to retire? What do you mean, how? We got Explain. a little nest egg. I mean, what are you going to do with this albatross? Uh, you Just know, dump it on him? Some, Just, somebody else's well, he's three. He's three years younger than you, right? Yes. So he could bridge those. Once you retire, then it's his burden to carry on. Yeah, it could be his right now. Negative. Here, the key is, here's my key. I already have a key. <laughs> I think it needs to be age. Suter, you hand the baton to Suter, and then he, for three years. Yeah. And turns. then I'll do a ceremonial turning off the power. So this thing, how long would it last without Captain and just you? What, about 15 minutes? Do you know where the power is? Yeah. Okay. I and do. Just, and then I don't come in the next day, right? <laughs> yeah, you get to sleep in. 
Hey, don't worry about coming in. Captain just retired and Suter just shut the station down. But the thing is, though, you guys probably wouldn't remember to call me. I'd have to drive in and then yeah, I'd find out. Yeah, we'd make you drive. Uh, you'd no, make me we, drive in. we'd remember. No, we'd you'd just, make me drive in. We'd just make you drive oh, in. Oh, we didn't call? Sorry. Okay, hey, thanks. It's all Well, that's what they did with the guests that were that were showing up for weeks at KXIC. They never told anybody that that they moved to Cedar Rapids. So and, they what, just went to an empty building? or Yeah. Yes. Is yeah. it an empty building? An wherever? empty locked building. Yes. yes. Is it still an empty building? Yes. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder what they'll do with it. Yeah. You see a few empty buildings around Iowa City. If you There's know. some. There really are. There's a, And it's, I mean, it's still amazing how many restaurants aren't letting you go in there and sit and eat. I mean... Brewers doesn't want you. They'll feed, they'll serve you, but then there's big signs on everything. Yeah. Oh, get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, we don't want the in-house dining. They don't want you in there. Yeah, I got a uh, bagel there Sunday. But you didn't eat there, though, right? No. Nope. Because they, they didn't want you there, right? They, they wanted you to not. leave. They handed me my bagels and said, get out. <laughs> there's yeah. the door. There's the door. <laughs> and don't come back. There's yeah. the door. Slick, hit it. No, they want you to come back. <laughs> they just don't want you to stay there. They've got a sign on every t- the one out in Coralville, every table. They have a yeah. sign that says we're not allowing in-house dining, and I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, I think we get the message, you know. But they're still there. I'm just saying it's not over. Oh no, and it's it, not, and it shouldn't. Be. And we're getting into the cold winter months. I'm just glad I have my booster. I mean, yeah. I yeah, me too. You know, me I, too. I'm all I'm all I'm all shot up right and now. And my like masks. I, yeah. yeah, yeah, I've got my mask. Woke. Whoa, <laughs> scared. <laughs> but no, I'm. Um, I feel good going. Sheep. In, good going into the winter months with shot wise. Yeah, so it feels good to get that one shingle shot too. I mean, and I'm about three months away from getting the second one, and had no reaction, none. I haven't had a reaction to any of my I, shots. I, I have, either. I haven't either. None. Uh-huh. Nothing. You know, other than maybe it's like somebody punched in the arm, but that's just from getting a shot. I oh, that's, yeah. The only reaction I had is I got the shot in the right arm. Uh, the first one, and for some reason, my left arm hurt the next. Maybe because of how you slept. I uh, probably. I mean, maybe you compensated. Yeah. You didn't want to sleep, and that happens to me a lot. Uh, or I'll twitch my neck from sleeping, or yeah. what have you. So, all right. Well, we're here to talk hawks, right? So, or wait, have, well, what did you guys have for dinner? Pretty much. What'd you have for dinner? Tilapia. I mm. had. Uh, I think it was sage chicken, green beans, and mashed potatoes. I think he upped you. Yeah. I mean, he's. He, oh, it was breaded tilapia. Who made it? Dan. Side dishes. Uh, cauliflower. Okay, Jesus. both meals are kind of snooty. To be God, honest. how nasty! <laughs> oh, I can eat that. I'm not a big tilapia tar- and cauliflower. I yes. like cauliflower if it's done. You you steamed it and then you put a little butter and yeah. pepper and stuff yeah. on it. Oh, I love cauliflower. God, I'd rather dine out of the cat box. Jesus. And then you mix it in with a little broccoli and you put a little butter on the broccoli with pepper and steam it. It's yeah. great. Yeah. That's good. I, I eat vegetables like and that. We were going to watch The Quiet Place, uh, the movie. But then the you just Jan wouldn't shut, shut up. up. <laughs> I remember I watched part of that. I watched about a half an hour of that about a couple months ago. And yeah. I remember I came in here and whispered for the first 15. It, got it was funny for about two minutes. But no, the, that movie drove me insane. Yeah, I've been using this since. Didn't somebody from Iowa write that? This morning, yes. Yeah. And if they spoke at normal volume, the monsters would come and get them, right? <laughs> I, that was the premise. I never of the watched the movie, really. I believe that was the pre- And I watched for a half an hour, and all they did was whisper in their house, and no monsters ever came. I'm I like, watched a Billy Crystal movie last night with Tiffany Haddish called huh. uh, Here Today. Uh, Gone Tomorrow. And, yeah, well, basically. Never heard of it. He had uh, dementia instead of uh, oh, dementia. Oh, that's sad. 
It was, but they, you know, but it was a good movie. I mean, I was surprised because when Jan first said, well, let's watch this, I I said, okay, you know, because she likes, but what it, if Jan it actually said, was a good movie. What if Jan said, let's boy, watch White Boy Rick? Would you, yeah. You'd have to watch it, wouldn't you? <laughs> no. Yeah, you would. I have a TV upstairs. You wouldn't do it, though. You'd watch, If she said, sit your ass down and let's watch this movie. Well, so why that, don't you ask her? So that idiot at the radio station will shut up. You would watch <laughs> yeah. it, wouldn't you? You would. And if Ann ordered you to watch White Boy Rick, you'd watch it. You guys will say well, it wasn't on the air. But orders don't work very well yeah. either way in our household. Yeah, I'm a man. I still think you guys would watch it if the if your other half said, sit your ass down and watch it. I, I, I can't doubt do it. it. Yeah. Uh, would she say that? No. No. And I would not say that to her either. Ooh. No, no there were no orders in our house. Mutual yeah. respect. Either way. Yeah. Mutual respect over there on Rita Lynn. When Court. I go home, it's, chop, chop. It's you? <laughs> yeah. No, it's a dog, basically. <laughs> you make it sound like she's your Mr. French. <laughs> no, she is not. No, she does everything for me. Mr. French. You know, seriously, because I don't do anything right, so she just does everything for me. Well, I remember I got out of chores that way with my dad. Like, he'd want me to mow the yard, and I just was terrible at everything. Then he, I always remember him pushing me away from Go, just go. Um, go shoot baskets or something. Then he'd shake his head, and then he'd finish the lawn. Well, here you. It's a good strategy, uh, but I didn't do it intentionally. Sometimes I just was. No, I, I he didn't like the way I mowed the yard. I don't do it intentionally either. It's just not up to her standards. Chopping wood. He wanted me to go chop wood with him, yeah. and I was bad at it. She's, My brother was pretty good at it. Said, I was. You fold the clothes. They're your clothes, so I'm folding clothes. And she doesn't like. You're the way not you do it. doing it right. Well, chopping wood sucks. I don't you know, know if you've ever if you've ever done it. Have you ever chopped wood? Out, go out to the woods for no. a down tree and no. chainsaw it and put it into a Do bucket. I look like Abe Lincoln to well, you? Well, my dad, we used to do that because my dad loved firewood because we had two fireplaces. So one of the things we'd have to do if we wanted to have interactions with our father was go out and chop wood, and I hated it. And, of course, my brother would do it because he was the devoted soldier, and I was just really bad at it. And then I'd end up sitting in the pickup truck for most of it while they would chop wood and just be like, why am I out here? But then I'd love the fires in the winter. Fires are great. That's why I have... Uh a gas fireplace. We had two houses two with them. fireplaces, and uh, neither one of them worked. What's the point then? I don't. Get, I never understood that. I don't. Listen, the, the one we had fires every night from something crawled down the one. If it got below <laughs> seventy, my dad was thinking about putting. Yeah. There'd be times where my mom would be like, "You know, we don't need a fire tonight." My dad just loved having fires on. In the fires basement. are great. And I actually moved down to the basement for my last two years of high school. And basement, I had a big room and it had the fireplace. And so I had a fireplace in my bedroom huh. in high school. And that was, you know, that, was, that cool. was my biggest claim to fame. I, I like that. Romantic. You know, it had its moments. Yeah. You know, it had its moments, good and bad. You know, <laughs> there's some <laughs> high points and some let's, low points. Let's hear the low points. Well, the low, well, well <laughs> I got friends in <laughs> Let's say like when you have a, an older sibling who may walk in at a, at a inopportune bad, moment, inopportune time, and say something, and that just completely humiliates you. Those are low times, you know. I could see that. And I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say anything on the air. Even for this station, it would be pushing the. I can tell you off the break. But yeah, that was a low point. But but no, it was neat having a. The only problem with fireplaces is yeah, make sure you know you gotta take care of them. You know, the for sure. Flu closes, you could be in trouble, and then every once in a while bats get in. You know, there are some and. But other than that, though, man, nothing better than a fire. We on, had a fire. We had one fire at our old house, and uh, the cat got into the into the 
firebox and tracked the ashes all mm, over the yeah, house. That's, that's another. And did you have carpet? Of course. Yeah, see, I mean, obviously if it was a wood floor or something. <laughs> but yeah, the, I remember our basset hound would lay. I've told you this before. Our basset hound would lay really close to the fire in the winter. And, you know, the little embers that come yeah, out? Yes. And they'd burn her, and we'd hear her crying, but she would never get up. And we'd, we'd be, like, sitting in the kitchen eating or something, and you could hear Fred. And we always knew that the, it was shooting fire at her. And, and once in a while, you'd see little burn marks on her tongue, but she never would leave, especially as she got older because getting up was hard. That's funny. Uh, she was a great dog, and we couldn't figure out one time why she, she was losing her skin on her stomach. And we thought she had something wrong with her hair, so we took her to the vet. And they're like, "What? Do you have a two-story house?" And they're like, "Yeah." And they're like, Is, "Are your steps carpeted?" And we're like, "Yeah." And they're like, "That's her stomach rubbing <laughs> up against the steps as she's, as she's going up and down." And it was. That's what it was. And but no, she was a good dog. I had her for ten years. Oh, that's funny. I used to make her. You know, she was a basset hound, but I, but she could sit up, and she would. And then I'd run around the house and make her sit up, and then I'd say, "Okay, down," and then she would go down. But boy, that she'd stay up as long as I asked her to. My mom got her because my mom got a job, and I was. What do they call them when you? She didn't want me to be alone a lot. Latchkey, latch, and she didn't want. So she got this dog, and it, man, we were we were really close, and she lived with us for ten years. Back when you could let it, you know, there were no leash laws. Yeah. And Fred used to just roam. I remember we had this family that lived down the street. And the fa- the the husband was an old kind of cranky lawyer. Nice guy, but n- sort of not nice, yeah. too, if you know. And he told me a story. When, God, I'm sitting there taking a crap. And I look, and dude, your damn dog walks through the bathroom. <laughs> like 8 in the morning on a Saturday. And I remember him telling my dad that. And my dad's like, that's how we like it, Jack. <laughs> Neighborhood's helping. But no, everyone in the neighborhood loved this dog. I mean, when she died, they all came. And Actually, I mean, it was great growing up when dogs could roam. Dangerous if you look back at it. But for the most part, I mean, Fred didn't do anything. I mean, we, you know, she, she, she pooped at our house. I mean, dogs get into a routine, too. They do. They know where they're supposed to poop and where they're not supposed to poop and stuff like that. But it was, yeah, the 70s were so different. I mean, when it comes now, I mean, and I'm, you know, I don't like seeing dogs off leashes now. I mean, I, yeah, I, no. if you're out, I mean, I've had a couple times where people have had their dogs on really long leashes and I'm walking and I have to get out of the way from their dog attacking me because they're not paying attention. I mean, it just happened to be yesterday. This dog was aggressive and this guy was looking at his phone and had I not veered four or five feet to the right, his tough looking dog would have, I think it was going to attack me. And I just, sometimes you got to pay attention when you're out walking your dog. I do. We get police reports, though, where the the uh, dog uh, is thinking of attacking. Well, no, I don't know. Yeah, what the hell? It. I guess this dog yeah. could have just jumped on me and wanted to play. Yeah. But you still don't want to take that chance oh, when yeah. you're out no, walking. Oh, yeah. No, I know what you're saying. Keep the dog on a leash, and I'm all for because, dogs. Don't well, get- but the dog is either going to attack you or it's not. Dogs don't say, hey, I think I'll screw with this guy. No, no. Yeah, they- yeah. No, yeah. you're right, and yeah. and it could have just it was going to come up to me, and but it had bad looking intentions, and I'm stereotyping it too because it was a sort of a tough looking. I think it looked like it was part pit bull, maybe part rock, and it was just really aggressive, and it had put its eye. And this guy was just had his phone; he just wasn't paying any attention. Just like the lady at the intersection yesterday, we t- the light turns gr- the green arrow on you know on First Avenue and Muscatine. I'm getting ready to go left towards the south, and I'm literally for like five seconds she won't move. And I'm and I'm being a pat. This is where you need to be better. You need to be more patient. So finally, I hit on the horn, and she looks up and she she does this. She's texting. 
Yeah. I think she's getting a text message in before, and I barely made it through the light, and the car behind me didn't make it through the light because she was texting, and I, it just blew my mind. I told mind. this to Canada. Uh, Canada. Uh, Hunter. What? Is that our new name for him, Canada? Canada? That was a guy I used to work with oh. years ago. That's, I'm going to start calling Hunter Canada when he gets dead. back. <laughs> He's dead. I don't know why that even came up. Okay, well, where are you going? I told this to Jim. Uh, I pulled up alongside this old lady that was, uh, t- and she was old, and she had her phone, and she was texting. When you say and old, you're talking 60, 70, I'm talking 80, 90? 70, 80. Okay. Yeah, and uh, at least, well, older than me. Okay. And uh, I, you know, I honked, and she looked at me, and I rolled down my window, and I said, you got to put the phone down. There's a cop up there. And the woman said, and I quote, F him. <laughs> do you think most cops? Would, do you think most cops will pull you the, over? Uh, yeah, they will if they see a texting. If they see you texting, yeah. Because I like you said, I don't text anymore when I'm driving. There was a stage where I did it a little bit. And I'm like, this is really stupid. You know, this is. I mean, what's the point? You're going to save yourself three minutes. I mean, so, but no, this lady just was. We were going to wait. I love that the fact she waved. You know, she waved and looked back in the rearview mirror like, yeah, yeah, I know. Just let me finish. Just relax. Let me. And then I, when I pulled up to her, she was texting. So I would not be happy in that situation. I wasn't. I was, but I'm trying not to foam and salivate in those situations. I'm trying to control my emotions a little better now. A kinder, gentler. A kinder, gentler, yes. Yeah. And it's the holiday season. Yeah. But it was, I just, it was ridiculous. Is it the holiday season on Twitter? <laughs> Well, it's never the holiday season on Twitter, but it was just—I it's just amazing though what some people will do. I mean, just—I mean—and it's dangerous. I mean, texting, but yeah. she was at least stationary. That was the problem. She didn't want to start moving again, yeah. even though the light was green, and she just expected everybody to just kind of wait for her. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's get to the Hawks. Yes, I would not like that. Let's, let's no. get to the. Hawks. Let's get to the Hawks. Well, I mean, Hawks football, women's basketball. There's nothing going on there. They're still, uh, they're still in lockdown, right? Yeah, they were supposed to be in Cancun, like one of the people on this broadcast. Yep. And who's that? Who was? Who of these three was going to be in well, Cancun? Steve doesn't like to travel. You don't particularly like to travel. I love to travel. Now, if I had an all-expense-paid trip to Cancun for four days laid out for me there, I would not mind at all getting on that plane. I just. Um, the yeah. problem with going to Cancun is it what's it, it costs four or five thousand dollars. That's that's always an obstacle for me. Well, not that much. And then I weigh the well. I figure a flight a thousand. Yeah, yeah. A hotel for four days, two twenty five, three hundred a night. Yeah. Okay, Box. we're up to twenty five hundred. Okay, box of condoms, twenty five dollars. Well, we're up to twenty five hundred right now, and I haven't even started eating or entertaining. Well, myself. but there, it's all inclusive. Yeah. Oh, well, I, oh, so the food's as, free and the drink. Oh, it's part free. of a hawk. I'm just talking yes. about going. I wouldn't go as part of a Hawkeye package. I, yeah, okay, yeah, I guess I hadn't thought about it that way. When I travel, I like to be Lone Wolf McQuaid. I don't want to be part of some. That's like those van trips you guys would have taken. They just always end ugly. We did it. Bus trips, you mean? Bus yeah, trips. Yeah, we did bus Feeney trips. Went on, Feeney talked about the story about going on some van trip with a bunch of listeners from the show. And it I, I think it may have ended up in fistfights. Drunken fistfights. I don't believe. I don't believe I, that ever happened. I don't think but. that happened. No, it was close. I mean, it was, I think they went to Indiana or something like that. And it, and um, you guys weren't involved with it. You didn't go, but it was oh. it was people that I can't remember who he said was on. I think Bud may have been part of it. Well, Bud lost his glasses in the porta potty one <laughs> one trip. Was he drunk, or did someone push him? Or no, I think they just dropped. Yeah, 
They just but he never up. got over it. <laughs> did he pick him out of there? I believe he did. <laughs> and then he went out and shook everyone's hand. Just, hey, glad to have you here. Glad to have you here. Hello. Hey, uh, it's that week, man. Yes, it is. It's um, Nebraska week. I thought it was like we were going to get hit by a meteor or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Someone, I don't know who it's going to be, but I just have a feeling someone's going to get beat by two touchdowns Friday. Well, hopefully. And, uh, well, it's either Iowa or Nebraska. I, hopefully, uh, Kirk remembers that the object is the score. Yes, we're well, going to need to do that. That'll be a segue into what we're going to talk about. I wrote a column yesterday. It's got some interesting responses. Um, I just want, um, Go ahead. Sorry, guys. No, go ahead. I, I just want to say that I was just listening to the a radio show up here, and it's. You know, they've been talking about this, Logan Smothers, and I, I called in and I said, listen, the kid has thrown 10 passes in his career, and um, you are going against a defense that leads the nation in interceptions, so those two things right there, something's got to give Friday. I mean, yeah. I think on paper it definitely helps Iowa's call. I mean, the Nebraska well, sure. fans can rationalize it and can, can try to spin it any way they want, but Martinez losing Martinez is a huge blow. This kid, maybe he will come out and have the game of his life, and he's this hidden gem. But I, the odds of that happening to me seem pretty slim. I'm not saying he's going to come out and be terrible, but I don't think he's going to come out and get – Martinez could have come out and maybe gotten 300 yards on a good day. I don't, I don't see that from this kid unless he's just waiting like a powder keg to explode. I just, we'll see. One, one thing that, that, that makes me nervous and watching them is they do – it's like – and it's rules. There's a rule, man. You never do this. And their quarterbacks, they will roll him out all the way around to one side. And then from the side that he's rolling out to, their tight ends go back the other way. Mm-hmm. And they stop. Mm-hmm. And they throw the ball all the way back across the field to people that are just, it's like you just forget about them. No, they and have that's a, great school stuff. They have a diverse playbook in some ways. They, they're they aggressive on offense. Now they're 1-7, and seven too. So, so we'll see, but I just without Martinez to me, I, I what I thought was a major, major, major potential pothole for Iowa. I I don't see them losing now. I'd be surprised if they lost, unless like I said, unless this kid's just ready to write a script. And then if Iowa loses to their backup, then you know they don't deserve to be the Big Ten. Yeah, so there you go. I'm looking at it that way exactly. too. So we'll see. He's also he's there. I will tell you this. Um, listening to the radio show out of there, out of Omaha, supposedly he's. They're going to run a lot of a lot of option. Well, he's they're, athletic. They're going to run the ball a lot with him. This kid is athletic, Logan Smothers. I don't. Is he related to the Smothers brothers? Do we know? I doubt it. I, I doubt he, he is. I think he is. You think he is, Captain? Should we just say he is? It's right sure. Yeah. I think he spells the name the same way. So, but so, no. Real quick, guys, and, and I'm going to let you go here. I got I got I got one thing, and I okay. I don't know. If, I heard it on the radio up here, so I did not make this up, but. Uh, I, I got a, a Nebraska joke for you, and I don't know. I'm assuming you can say this on the air. There. Well, we'll find out. Um, yeah. Do what I do. Say it and then ask. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it says, uh, how do you stop Nebraska from masturbating? Uh, 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 good question. Paint it black and gold, they'll beat it once every six years. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I do, too. Yeah. That deserves a bill. That's a good one, guys. I think that deserves a bill, then. A rim shot, sir? You, you can say black and gold on the air. Yeah. No, that was a good one. Yeah. 
Um, but what he was saying, though, about I hope we try to score kind of is a good segue into this column I wrote you. I, I wrote a column on, I mean, you know, I, everyone talks about their own blocking schemes and their, you know, I think Iowa's biggest problem now is not their personnel. It's not, it's their, it's their mentality. They don't want to be aggressive because they're worried that being aggressive will only lead to trouble. And that seems to be how they play. And when they get ahead, they want to just nurse and milk because if they don't nurse and milk, they may leave something behind and lose that lead because it just seems like aggression is sort of treated as risky behavior. Yeah. And I think that's their biggest problem. And that and it's been like that for, uh, for uh, well, 23 years. I had a very yeah. – uh, this guy, we had a very civil talk back and forth, no name-calling, didn't call me woke or libtard or you're the worst or you're the worst on Twitter. We, but he was a very <laughs> pro and He said a couple things that are kind of depressing. One thing he said was, he goes, we have to play this way, especially against good teams, because if we're aggressive, we're going to get run off the field by halftime. What a depressing – Why is that? Because we don't have the personnel to compete with the Penn States. The, then I said to him, I go, what about Purdue? He's like, well, Purdue spreads the field against us and takes what we give them. Exactly. You're, saying, you're proving my point. Purdue is no more talented than Iowa. I'd say you're in and you're out. They're not as talented as Iowa. But they do things aggressively on offense. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Whereas Iowa does the same thing all the time. And lots of times it works because – the other two phases of the game, special teams and defense, they're usually pretty good. The schedule is usually pretty manageable because the Big Ten's not that great year in and year out, especially the mm-hmm. West. So they can win seven to nine games, which seems to be – this guy seemed okay with that. As long he was, a, He said at the end, he goes, I'm a huge Kirk Ferentz fan, and look what we've done. And I said to him, I'm like, okay, yes, there's been a lot of success here. But I still say, I go, the offense, if we look back at this year, why they didn't make the playoff and why they were eliminated from the playoff halfway through the season, offense. Oh, this, defense, question. this defense is good enough to be in the playoff. Yep. This special teams are better than maybe any. The Iowa has as good a special teams as anybody in the country right now. So what I was saying, this team in so many ways was built to be really, really special, but offense has held it back. And it also makes it not as much fun to watch. I've had a lot of people say, well, you know, I turned it off at halftime, like the Northwestern game, for example. I, they're like, eh, we're just not fun to watch. And I'm not saying it's the job to be fun to watch, but I think that this paranoia about being aggressive and Kirk loves to say that we're not sexy. He says it all the time. That's their narrative that, you know, we're hard work and we're, we're going to beat you with ba- And okay, I get that part of it, but I think sometimes that can backfire because it limits you. And need, need I remind, they haven't won a Big Ten title in 17 years. That's it's a true. long time for the same coaching staff to go without winning a Big Ten title. So maybe all I said in this column was I think during this offseason, Kirk needs to – I'm not saying he needs to overhaul his offense. He's not going to, at 66, all of a sudden start recruiting dual threats and spread and, and have a bunch of skill players and play basketball and grass. But I do think they need to tinker mostly with their mentality. I mean, just try to take more chances downfield and just not assume that something bad is going to happen and not always just be worried about, let's just get out of here, let's just get out of here and I, I and to me it just seems like they're paranoid on offense well people were praying for new kirk remember and it lasted for a little bit yeah but, but new kirk was basically yeah. somebody who once goes for it on fourth down every now and then yeah yeah, yeah. Right. if you look new kirk now is old kirk yeah. by today's standards yeah. and i think that's part of the problem with fans it's it's part of the problem because um you know he's been here so long and they are doing you know they they play not to lose 
And they don't lose a They win two-thirds of their games. But what I said is you're 23, expectations rise, the margin for error shrinks, and you're at risk of repeating yourself because we've seen so much of this before. I mean, the only thing that Kirk could do now that would be a new script would be to win a Big Ten title. That's, that's really it, isn't it? Yeah. That's yeah. really all that's left now. I mean, the... the oh, I sp- get in, win a national championship. Well, of course, yeah. that's always, but I'm talking more realistic. I yes. just don't see... I no. mean, I mean they could win a Big Ten title this year. It could happen. They could, things could play for them well this weekend, and somehow they could go in and upset Michigan or Ohio. You just never know. More than likely, I mean, stranger things have happened. They're as close to winning a Big Ten title right now as they've been for a while. And so that, that's all I'm saying is when you're at some place for so long, some fans are going to change their expectations. I, I mean, I know fans now who are like, I can't believe it. I'm saying that, but nine or ten wins just doesn't do it for me anymore, especially if it means a loss to Wisconsin, no division title. It's just more of this. And, I, you know. Well, I, I get it. I get that. But, yeah, but it's unusual. We would never have said that 15 years ago. No. Could you imagine um, kind of looking down at a ten-win season 15 years ago? No. But now that shows you how times change. And, and, but there's so many times where I think about the offense this year, like when they have maybe a minute and 50, or just a short window to try to do something. And instead they choose not to do something because I think they're worried that something's going to backfire. So we never will know if they will have success or not. And, and I, just, I just think it's a mentality, and it seems to have gotten worse with Petrus because, number one, he didn't have a lot working around him. The blocking was bad. And he was average, and he needs a lot of stuff working. And to me, it has just fueled this attitude, ah, you know, offensively, let's just hope, guys, we don't do anything to lose today's game. You know, we know we're going to get good. That seems to be the mentality. And I don't think that really fits Brian Ferentz's personality. I don't either. But Brian Ferentz is not the boss. No. And, and Brian and, would be, I think, much more aggressive. But I think something's holding him back, and I think well, that's we something know what it is. is his father. Of course. And I just – It's Kirk's so, team. But then they could counter by saying, guys, we're getting ready to go 10-2. and two. And then you could counter by saying, yeah, but, but you got handed to it by Wisconsin. And if they win, as always, as always they won. Was, uh, this guy was talking about how, you know, this, um, this conservative approach works against teams that are better than us. Well, Wisconsin's beat Iowa 8 out of 10. Ohio State's beat, uh, beat Iowa 8 out of 10. Penn State's beat Iowa 6 out of 8. So it's not working. I mean, that's, not, that's what I'm saying. And but it was an interesting conversation. Like I said, it ended civil. We both just agreed to disagree, and he he didn't block me. I didn't block him. No <laughs> politics. It was just a normal. But he, I'm sure there's more fans like him though. We often want Kirk's got a strong base out there that is happy with. They're okay with the eight to a eleven always being in, being maybe in the race. But there's others who are just okay. We're year 23. Um, this is more of the same. Yeah, it, well, yeah. it is more of the same. Yeah, only slightly higher win total and less. Assuming offense. we win and less offense. Yes. Well, our offense is seldom very good, but it's usually not this bad. True. This Kirk. This this team has a chance to be the fourth team at Iowa under Kirk to win ten regular season games. That would be of you know o two, um, o nine and fifteen. All those teams were way more popular than this team. And I'm not saying this team is unpopular, but I can't recall a season where I was getting ready to win 10 games during the regular season when uh, a team has been, when fans have complained more about a team than this team, at least on social media and what I get in count. I mean, 
and you, so often when somebody comes up to me, they're like, God, what's up with the offense? Even after wins, you know, and it's just this year's different, but that's because of the offense. 02 offense was great. When we, the 09 offense was not as good if you look on paper, but fans still liked the Brandon Wagger, Adam Robinson combo, and Ricky Stanzi was starting to emerge. And, but he only threw for 20. And he did have some injuries and what have you. The 09 offense was not as good as perception would have it be, but that's because it was more enjoyable to watch. It also had Darrell and Marvin McNutt at wide receiver. And then the 15 offense, CJ leading the way undefeated. And they had Desmond King emerging as a star. Those teams were so much more popular than this team. Well, I wish I could argue with you, but. And I think it's because of the offense. I think the offense has frustrated fans, and I think the fans are going to look back at this season. You know, if we would have just had an average offense, we could have maybe won the Big Ten. That's what I think this is going to end up being. Well, I, I don't disagree. But and you never know. They could still win the Big Ten, and I may end up eating my words. But they could win the team. Then, hey, Man, can you believe we won the Big Ten with that crappy <laughs> offense? That would be the narrative, wouldn't it? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And that would be somewhat justifiable. So... And then go out to the Rose Bowl. I don't know that there's anybody in the Pac-12 that would destroy us no. like Stanford did. No, Oregon, maybe, but, man, I've seen Oregon. They're up and down. They're up though, and man. down, and I, Oregon's not. No, I'm with you on that one. Hello. But Franklin staying put now. Who are yes. the names that uh, could do LSU and USC? Same names that were um, – that are. Uh, you just scratch him off the list. Um I mean, I still keep seeing Matt Campbell's name. I keep seeing Bobby Stoops' name, Mark Stoops, the obvious ones. But I, it'll be interesting to see, does, does USC and LSU both think that they need to hire a big, high-profile? Because there's not a lot out there. No, there really isn't. There really, that would be interesting. I don't think Urban Meyer is going to. I mean, I know that name's been out there too, but it will be interesting to see if USC and LSU can sell to their fan base somebody who's not like a uh, huge name. And that's what I think it may end up being. I mean, do you those, think that uh, the Cincinnati coach or that Tom Herman will get another shot? Why would you hire Tom Herman? I don't. I don't know that the they, Cincinnati coach. Will. Oh yeah, if if Luke Fickle wanted either one of those jobs, I'm sure he would get serious consideration. But if I'm Luke Fickle, I'm not. I don't know if I'm leaving Cincinnati for you. I know people will think I'm nuts, but the USC job is not as great as it's made out to be for some reasons that we've discussed on this show before. But we'll see. A lot will depend on money. But Luke Fickle's name is in. He and Matt Campbell are the names that just get thrown in with everything. Even at 6-5, and five, Matt Campbell's name is still getting thrown in there. Mark Stoops, of course, any too. Chance, any chance of Michigan beating Ohio State Saturday? Yes. Sure. Yes. Without Yes, Absolutely. I think there's definitely a chance. Thanks. I mean, I, I know I don't mean that just a, I don't mean that as a figure of speech because there's been other years where I've said no, I don't think. But, no, this Michigan team – has a chance if it can run the ball, can move the chains that way, control the clock, control the tempo, kind of do what Kirk Ferentz wants to do mm-hmm. because I still think Ohio State's a better team. So I think Michigan's got to try to figure out maybe not, and that's that Ferentz approach. What I'm saying with Iowa, though, is I don't think Iowa needs to use that approach against maybe other than Ohio State. I'm not, not going to accept that every Big Ten team out there has better players than Iowa. I don't agree with that. Hello. Do you? No. Uh, good morning. I'd like to say a couple of things. Yesterday I looked at the injury report for Nebraska, and other than the big name Martinez, there was a lot of players that weren't going to play Friday, including mm-hmm. their starting nose guard. Yeah, no, right. they're banged and up. Yeah. Yeah, had you heard that? No, yes. they, no they're banged Yeah, they've had in- Injuries have been a problem for them throughout the year, yeah. Um, of course, oh, okay. Martinez is I, the... But yeah, no, they're banged up. Yeah. 
Do you think, uh, I, and I, I have a follow-up question to this, do you think a lot of fans are taking all these injuries, especially to Martinez, saying we're going to beat them almost automatically? Yes, of I course. I mean, we shouldn't feel that way. But No, you you're right, and I do feel that way. And I, if, if, I, I admit I feel that way because of the, the other injuries, yes, but for me it's, Mar- it's all about Martinez. I, and hopefully the players don't feel the way I do, but I'm not playing in the game Friday. So I can kind of feel the way I want, okay. and I can't help the way I feel, but I am not near as worried about this game as I was on Monday. Well, here's the question I would ask every Iowa fan. I've been asking myself and my friends this. If we beat Nebraska, do we want Wisconsin to lose Saturday? Because I think Ohio State's going to steamroll Michigan, and do we want to play Ohio State in the championship game? And uh, absolutely, like Michigan State. Uh, no, uh, absolutely, we want to be in the championship. And don't take this personally. God, yes, that's a horrible way to look at it. That's okay. just no faith in your team. Yeah, well, I, I I agree, but part of me feels the other way too. That let, let I mean, Nebraska almost beat Ohio State. I mean, it was a. Co- oh, okay. I mean, okay. Tom, you. I mean, it was a close, no, it was a close game. Absolutely. I mean, they were. You know, I mean, Ohio State controlled the game for the most part, but it wasn't a route. I mean, so yeah, no, you don't want you don't want to have that defeatist attitude. Okay, that's that, you're right. Hey, one last thing, I'm going to hang up and listen. Does anybody know, uh, Captain, know the, what the weather's going to be like in Lincoln tomorrow around twelve thirty? Thanks, guys. Uh, well, you mean on Friday? Yeah, it's Friday be beautiful. Or, or tomorrow? Yeah, it's going to be uh, near near sixty. Warm, yeah, yeah. And if they lose, if Nebraska loses, do you think Frost will bloom? My players just were not ready for this warm weather. Yeah, they, they, they just can't take it. But no, I, that caller, I, that was kind of a. And uh, my players, uh, you, you can't look at it that way. No, you you of course want to win the get in the championship game. That's what you play the conference Even if you for. lose 50 to nothing, wouldn't you rather be in the championship oh, game? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I don't get that one. This, do you think he calls plays for Iowa? <laughs> but that's the mentality I'm talking about. I'm, but I appreciate the call. But, no, you, wanna, you, want, you want to beat Nebraska's brains out and you want Wisconsin to go up there and stumble and lose. And then you're the – I mean, they need to win a big – Iowa's won one division. Well, time. and he's got something to blame on now. Uh, anyway, if we if we win, he's going to no blame – Yeah, he's going to blame the injuries. And it's significant. And people are it blaming is. a lot of the injuries that they have on him. For what? And say he's not, you know, these injuries. Not uh, coaching him up properly? Not coaching him. Now, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that is yeah, that's that's stupid. Yeah. Whoever's saying that is stupid. Channel 6. They're stupid. The guy at 10 o'clock I'm at not night. a Scott he's Frost stupid. fan, but that is yeah. stupid. You tell the guy at on 6 at 10, he's an idiot to say something <laughs> like that. Scott Frost has nothing to do with him being injured. He throws him under the bus. He can't win close games. He seems to be a miserable, arrogant human being, but to blame injuries on him is ridiculous. That's what they're doing. They're idiots. I want you to communicate. On behalf of Suter and I, I both. Should I get on Twitter? Yes, we're both what saying that, right? You can, we're both saying they're idiots, I, Captain. Idiots. Nebraska Morons. idiots. Which, what's my Twitter handle? Yours? Yeah. Aren't you know. Steve Soberon? Is there a... Well, yeah, I'm not going to use that one. Get under your real name. No hiding. None of this fake <laughs> I'm crap. hiding. We don't need... got enough I, fake on here. I'm going to be uh, Mr. Fake, fake, Mr. Woke. How about, how about <laughs> Officer Steve? <laughs> Officer Steve. How about fake bridges? I like that. <laughs> yeah. Starring Clint there East. is one. Fake Bridges? There's a fake Captain Steve. Is there? Yeah. But um, that's just dumb, though, to blame <laughs> Scott Frost for injuries. Unless, I guess, if he's having the players hit nonstop in practice. But these, uh, most of these injuries are happening, I believe, in games. Aren't yes. They? yes. I mean, the Martinez thing happened in the first half against Wisconsin. He played the second half remarkably with the injury. And 
But no, there's other injuries like the collar. Yeah, there's both. But look at Iowa. They're going to be without two of their top defensive backs for certain. And Kerner is sounds like he's going to play, but Kirk wasn't overly optimistic about how he looks. So there's three, there's three significant pieces of their secondary. Hankins is definitely out. Terry Roberts is iffy. Um, so, I mean, both you, injuries are... You get to this time of year and everybody's got some problems. Yes. I mean, that's just the, the nature of football. The problem with Martinez is the position he plays and how much their offense revolves around quarterback. It does so many things. So, And maybe this Logan Smothers from Muscle Shoals, Alabama, will end up being their next star. What's well, that? What's I it? hope he doesn't show up, uh, show us that Friday. Well, and I, yeah, I mean, that's obviously you want him to have a bad game. You want the Iowa defense to ra- to to rattle him. And, I mean, this kid's got hardly any ex- experience. And like I said, if they end up winning with this kid and beating Iowa, then Iowa doesn't deserve nope. to be any to get any of the stuff that it has a chance of doing. So, But, no, I just can't help but get out of my mind how I think it's going to be easier now without Martinez. And I'm sure deep down most people think that way. I can't imagine, oh, man, it's good they got Martinez out so that unproven freshman, man, we're really in trouble that now. That guy that's thrown 11 passes yeah, can – I mean – so we'll see. Maybe I mean, he is athletic, though. I will say he, he can is. run. He can run. So they better. I mean, it, it's going to be interesting to see if he's one of these guys who, when the spotlight's shining, is he going to try to force some passes into windows, or is he just going to say, "What the hell, I'm running." I hope he's more of the force to pass into tight windows. Me too. Than one of these guys who's really athletic, who on third and eight outraces Jack Kerner to the corner of and the gets nine yards. Nine yards. That's what worries me. Yeah, And that's what always worried me with Martinez, too, because that's what he was so good at doing, which Iowa – I mean, Padilla's better than that, at, than Petrus, but Padilla's still not one of these guys who's going to just run through. He's, no. he's, he's somewhat mobile, but I would not call him a dual-threat quarterback. Not at all. It sounds like this Logan Smothers is a dual-threat quarterback, so we'll see. We will see. And he does smell – I think he – isn't S-M-O-T-H-E? Is that how the Smothers yes, are? Yes, Smothers. Yes. Yeah, I'm too. I don't remember them. I mean, I barely. They were, they were, they were before my time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What were they? Comedians? Can you name the, yeah, their names? Tommy and Larry. No. Tommy and Jerry. No. no. no I think Jerry Mathers. Tom is Tommy right? Yes. Yeah. Tommy and God, I should know the other one. Um, what's it begin with? The other one. It's a nickname for uh, a male appendage. Oh, now you really got me on the spot, Tommy. Um, what's it? What's the letter? To, what's it begin with? A D. <laughs> what? Uh, oh, okay. All right. Uh, Richard Smothers. Is that what we're yeah, saying? Yeah. You want me to clean it up, Captain? Did I just say oh, no. Dick Smothers? Dick. Dick, dick. Smothers. <laughs> he said yeah. Dick. Yeah. Was he a Dick? D- no. Did you like the Smothers brothers? Yeah. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. Are they dead? No. No. Oh, they're both still alive. They yeah. Gotta be like what a hundred? Yeah. No. No. Look at no. Net worth. Okay. Let's. Maybe 80. Are they both worth the same? And what, what, uh, let's guess see. their net worth, Shooter. What do you think? Well, let's go with Dick's mother. Let's go with Dick. Let's D- say 20. I'll say 27 million. Do you think Dick's worth more than Tommy because his name's Dick and he was able to use that somehow to make money? Don't know. You're saying 27 million for Dick's mothers? Yes. I'm going to say 18. Okay, Dick Smothers. <laughs> uh, what an odd name, really. When you think his, about it. his total assets at two million, but said his debts total two point eight million. God, he's Randy Quaid. Wow, <laughs> he's Randy Quaid. 
He got tied up in property that went south. That'll do it. Uh, his creditors have been aggressive in collecting debts. That's within their rights. Yeah. Oh. Now look up his brother. See if he's he got has the same... two Florida properties up for sale. Wow. So yeah. he's of $800,000 in debt. That sounds according, like it. According yeah. to this. Yeah. Okay, then Tom. Yeah, look and see maybe. So he probably wants to gear that show back up. So what did they have a did they have a variety show? They did. Yeah, they yeah, did. It was in the 60s? but it was very radical. Okay, I mean it was against the Vietnam War. Okay, I, so they, they were had, left wing. They, they were had yeah. Dylan and yeah, they had Dylan and yes. Uh, okay, I sort of remember Pete that. Seeger and okay, yeah, uh, Abby Hoffman. Uh, yeah, Abby Hoffman, Tom Smothers. Okay, that's Dick Smothers. <laughs> you just like saying that, don't you? Uh, Tommy has a net worth of $10 million. So Tommy's doing a little Tommy's bit better than Dick. Done, yeah. made better choices. Doesn't sound like Tommy's lending Dick any of that money <laughs> it either. Does <laughs> it doesn't. It sure doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, you know. There's... You don't know, but. Yeah. That's not Tommy's and responsibility. And Tom uh, drives uh, race cars, too, or did. Okay. How so how old are they? Let's see. I'd say about 80. So they were pretty young doing those variety shows. Dick is 83. Okay. So they're about 10, 15 and years old. And Tom is 84. So they're about 15 years older than My you guys. My God. What? They're old. Well, I mean. They were kids when I was watching. What are you, 73? Going to be in January. I'm going to be in January. I'm going to be 70 freaking three. Congratulations. I can't even believe that. I know. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. I came here, fresh face, 44 years old. Bounced in your tennis shoes, blue yeah. jeans. Yeah, I was happy. Sassy attitude. Yeah. You're almost closer to yeah. 90 than 60. Think almost, about that. Well, I was closer to the tunnel. <laughs> but as long as there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Do you still see a light at the end of the tunnel? That little lady from Poltergeist trying to pull you through? Yeah. I saw the thing you it's sent a, me. She does look like that kid's mom. Yeah. You know, what's his name? Rittenhouse? I'm tired. Rittenhouse's mom I'm looks tired. just like uh, Louis Anderson. In, That's uh, the in, one you sent me. She does. <laughs> yeah, in baskets. Well, <laughs> where, where Louis Anderson's woman. Don't actually, they look? Actually, Louis Anderson may look a little more feminine. <laughs> yeah. The no, yeah. Sent me. But then the, the lady from Poltergeist, somebody else also put her in a group, <laughs> yeah. too. Go to the light. Go to the light. Remember her? Yeah. She was also in 16 Candles. <laughs> yeah, honestly, God, Louis Anderson looks. is. Is more feminine looking than Rittenhouse. All right, look his net worth up while we're at it. And then Who's we'll, Louis Anderson? Louis Anderson. Uh, then we'll take a break. God, it's six million. Then, I'll say six million. Then yes, we'll take a break. I'll say ten million. I think baskets lifted him to. I, it's already nine fifty. Yeah. Louis Anderson net worth. And I did bring the Big Ten stats in. We're going to go over. So what did stats. you say? Six million. I said ten. Just you hit it. Ten. Wow. Yeah. I, do you think Baskets has has had anything to do with that? He, he's well, making sure money he's on that show. Good money. Sure the damn does. thing is, it's successful. Well, how many times has it been renewed now? That's the good seven. I, I mean, think. that's usually your sign that you're making. And you won't watch it. No, he's a, he's running a rodeo, and or she's running a rodeo. <laughs> I'm not interested in rodeos. And he dresses as a woman. Yeah, he dresses as a woman. I would think you'd like that. <laughs> 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 So we'll be right back. One eight hundred eight hundred. 
1-800-800-ROSE, your FTD florist, is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. 1-800-800-ROSE. It's so easy, just remember one number, 1-800-800-ROSE, your FTD florist. 1-800-800-ROSE. Remember, just about the time Willa Dickens began as a watchmaker at Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, a romantic notion was blooming in 1940s America. The idea that a diamond, like love itself, is precious and lasting. More than ever before, proposals began including twinkling rings and velvet-lined Hertine and Stocker boxes. Decades of engagements and countless shimmering rings later, happy, nervous hands are still accepting these promises of always from Hertine and Stocker. The designs are always modern and fresh, but the service is still as exceptional as it was in those very early days. Perhaps that rare blend of past and present is the reason Hertine & Stocker has been voted best jewelry store in Iowa City eight years running. Stop and see what's sparkling in those famous windows at Hertine & Stocker Jewelers, corner of Dubuque and Washington in downtown Iowa City. Then step inside and say hi to Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate. One of them is always there. Over the years, car keys have gotten extremely complex. Mike's lock and e-keys for cars can generate the most technically advanced automotive keys on the market today. Mike's lock and e-keys for cars can produce most conventional transponder, sidewinder, and remote-headed keys. If you've lost the keys to your car or simply need a duplicate, call 330-9185. Mike's lock and e-keys for cars has the technology to keep you on the road. Call 330-9185 and schedule an appointment today. This is Patrick Eads, owner of Geary Brothers Ford Lincoln, serving Iowa City in the corridor, proud recipient of Ford's President Award for the highest customer satisfaction in both sales and service. Voted Iowa City's Best of the Area for New Car Dealer 2017 through 2019. Voted Iowa City's Best of the Area for Used Car Dealer 2020. Locally owned and operated, we understand the importance of community-minded business. We proudly support youth sports. Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln at the corner of Mormon Trek Boulevard and Highway 1 or online at DearyFord.com. GT Car, owner of Supel Siding and Remodeling, offers service and quality that is unmatched in the area. At Supel Siding and Remodeling, their trained professionals will install and guarantee the products used in any size job done. Regardless of the project, Supel Siding and Remodeling will stand behind their quality products and installation with exceptional customer service. Whether it's a window replacement, a kitchen remodel, or a house addition, our employees are committed to quality. Visit sales at souples.net or call 337-2246. Car won't steer? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair work in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs. Brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventive maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't steer, see Premier Automotive in North Liberty. From Hawkeye Title and Settlement comes best holiday wishes for a beautiful holiday season and a new year full of peace and happiness. 
Happy holidays and happy new year from Hawkeye Title and Settlement. Hey everybody, it's Kevin here from Big Dog Satellite and Solar, your local TV expert, and I want to tell you about Dish TV. If technology, value, and customer satisfaction are important to you, then it's time to cut the cable cord once and for all. Upgrade your TV experience and start saving with Dish today. Drop by Big Dog Satellite and Solar on Blairs Ferry Road in front of Rockwell. Call 3950800 or visit us on the web at BigDogSatellite.com. We are Big Dog Satellite and Solar, your locally operated and trusted satellite TV experts. When it's time to give the gift of jewelry to that special someone in your life, come to Diamond Leaf Jewelers at the Iowa River Landing in Coralville. Our wide selection of styles, brands, and price ranges will make it easy to find a piece that will be cherished forever. If you have an outdated or well-worn piece, we can bring them to life in a new setting or incorporate them into a new style. Find out more on our websites and search Facebook for examples of our work. Open at 10 a.m. Monday through Saturday and noon on Sunday. Hi, this is Bill Eichsnering of the Oxyoak Inn. Especially now, all of us need a little comfort. The Oxyoak Inn has been offering comfort for over 80 years. From our signature recipes, quality of food, family-style service, and historical ambiance, a return to the Oxyoak Inn is like a warm hug. Now, serving lunch, dinner, and banquets. Don't forget, you can still order curbside carryout, including our famous pies, and take the comforting taste of the Oxyoke home with you to share at your family's table. Visit oxyokin.com for hours, menus, reservations, weekly specials, and gift cards. From our family to yours, we can't wait to see you again soon. And we'll be glad you're here at the Oxyoke Inn in the heart of Amana. The Oxyoke Inn. KCJJ Weather, brought to you by Plum Supply. Plum Supply, kitchens and baths, your home never looks so beautiful. Cloudy and breezy today, but it is going to be warm. We're headed to 58 for a high this afternoon. The wind out of the south gusting to between 25 and 30 this morning. Southwest backing down to about 5 to 15 here this afternoon. Tonight, mostly cloudy, becoming cold. We have a cold front that's going to blast through here. 28 for a low. Thanksgiving Day, mostly sunny. High of only 34. We'll gradually bounce back into the 40s by the weekend. I'm meteorologist Sean Cable on the mighty 1630 KCJJ. Right now, it's 45. From the Hurtine and Stalker Studios in the heart of the Hawkeye Nation, this is the mighty 1630 KCJJ Iowa City. Hurtine and Stalker Jewelers, making memories, making moments. It's three minutes away from 10 o'clock, hawkfanatic.com. Yes. With a C. Hawkfanatic.com, no plural. It went plural yesterday again. Did it? He did, yeah. He you was, didn't call it. It was double plural, wasn't it? Why yeah. was it being discussed yesterday? I wasn't here. No, he's, he's uh, for some reason, he, he referred it to it as Hawks Fanatics. Yeah. Okay, but it was a Tuesday. Why is he bringing up Hawks Fanatics I, anyway? Hey, Tell him to stay on course. Why? So well, stay on top. Yeah, I can really, he can stay on course. Start calling him a clown when he calls in. <laughs> Start being rough with him. <laughs> hands. Although there's times where you're mean to him. Dismissive. Well, I mean, I, he's kind of like a puppy dog. I mean, you don't want to. I was never mean or dismissive to my puppy dogs. I tease them. Like I'd put a treat on their back and say, "Where's your treat?" <laughs> and then yeah. Lakota would walk all around the house for like five minutes. I'd be like, "Where's your treat?" And they were so dumb they wouldn't know that it was on their back. Is that mean? Yeah, yes, that's mean. That was as mean as I ever got to my dogs. I never I ever. Think I think mean, that's pretty mean. <laughs> 
one time. And what I would got, you have done if Lakota had spun and just gone for your throat? He wouldn't have. He just never would have. <laughs> yeah, and I son do, of a bitch. I do have video of it, too. So I do have video of it on my phone somewhere from, like, 2018. Where's your treat, Coda? And he's just walking around, just snipping all the newable plays. Because lots of times I would just take their treat and throw it, and they'd go and get it. So I'd go, where's your treat? And then finally i take it from his back yeah. and drop it in his face. And Lily isn't food motivated, but Ooh. she wants her treats at a certain time. And she gets her pepperoni at 7 at night. And then at 8 o'clock, she gets uh, two uh, milk bones. And I mean, and she knows, hey, and comes up and stands right in front of the television, you know. And I never had set times. It. Yeah. So do you have the go downstairs with the treats in your pocket? Or That's do you go an upstairs? idea. No, I go upstairs, and then she lays at the bottom of the stairs. And so waits, what would Wapsy do? Waits for me you, to wait on her. What would Wapsy do if you put a milk bone on her back and said, "Where's your?" Would she would she know it was there? I uh, she would get it somehow at some point. Okay, Lakota yeah. usually did. I usually, but there was one time where it lasted like a minute. It just I had it placed perfectly. And he didn't move. He moved slow enough around, looking to where it stayed there for a while. And it was kind of fun saying, "Where's your tree?" Okay, so if you would, let's say, take a, a Chips Ahoy cookie or something, uh-huh. and put it on, uh, you know, on Southern Justin's back, would he? Would he? Would he walk around looking for it? I don't know. It if he, if he ta- likes Chips Ahoy, are you talking on all fours? Yeah, he'll have to walk around on all fours. I'm guessing no. You'll have to tell him to walk. I'm guessing around no. On he'd all stand fours. up. It would fall to the ground. He'd pick it up and eat it. <laughs> I think that's the scenario right yeah, there. Yeah. And see, I thought you were talking. I you never put it on his hand. I never gave. Well, you my put dog. it on the top of his head. I never gave my dog stuff like cookies. Yeah. I never gave. No, them, we don't. I give never them. gave them sweets or anything. Oh, we'll give them. Well, because my vets always said it was the worst thing you can do is give your dog sweets like chocolate and ice cream. No, we don't. Well, we give them. I'm just give I'm, her ice cream. Yeah, my vets always given all of our dogs. My vets ice always cream. said don't do that. So yeah. Oh, I, we've given all of our dogs ice cream, and other than Barry. They've all lived. Yeah, very so long. I'm just going by what my vets always yeah. said. Now, frosty paws. There's something you call. You ever heard of frosty paws? Yes. No. They're a little ice cream treat for dogs. And the black chow we had, when she'd get done eating them, her whole face had ice cream. It was so. She'd have ice cream all over her face. There are these little um, ice cream treats for dogs, yeah. and they're 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 good. I mean, Buddy and Lakota didn't like them. I mean, Buddy looked at him like, you're feeding me this fake crap you, when you got chimps in the refrigerator? I mean... Have you tried the, cat, the Temptations by, for cats? The snacks for cats? Um, we might have. Where they show on the commercial how the cat goes crazy oh, over... commercials are so yeah. stupid that Our way. Our cats wouldn't eat them. We ended up giving them to the shelter. I, I, they would not... They wouldn't touch them. You know. I mean, my dogs were, I mean, I fed my dogs, I, I used to feed them Beneful, but then remember that report came out yeah. that said, so I switched over to Imes. And my dogs liked their dog food, but if if I served them their dog food and I was eating pot roast at the table, they were much oh, yeah. more focused on the pot roast. Well, of course. Table. Yeah, dogs don't love their dog food. I don't think they ever have. No, no. We're, we're giving her science diet and now she's getting sick of it. And I don't know what, they put her on canned food and all I got, you know. I mean, they'll eat it. Yeah. But I remember but dumping Lakota's eyes down there. We get Wapsy uh, Purina 1. And she'd much rather eat McDonald's, probably. Of course. I fed all my dogs uh, Old Roy, except for Barry. And they all lived for 14 to 17 years. And now, I, you know, Barry got cancer. It had nothing to do with the food. Sometimes it's just like with humans. Sensitive stomach, 
you know, stuff from Science Diet. I gave him meat. That's the same thing with Lily because she's got allergies. I gave You're listening to Pet Patrol. Meat and bread. Those are the two human foods that I would let my dogs eat. Yeah. Yeah. And the meat would have to be not seasoned. Like if it would, if, um, cause I just didn't want to deal with the aftermath in the yard. So you do, you don't pick up poops, right? Jan does that. I assume. Yeah. Well, yeah so you don't have to do, I mean, now that makes me look bad. Well, I just, I assume you don't, <laughs> I don't see you picking up, being a person to pick up poop. I see Jan you being here. I'm going to take care of the pets this week. I'm going to go and well, pick I up clean the poop. The, I clean the litter boxes. Well, there you go. We, we I see you as one of those people, if you're out walking your dog and it poops in someone's yard, no. you're going to look around. And no. See. You no. pick it up? I pick it up. Okay. All right. I'll give you the benefit there. All right. I pick it up. But you'd never be in that position. And then I throw it on their porch. But you, do you ever, do you, <laughs> walk your, do you walk your dog or does Jan walk the dog? Huh? Do you walk Mostly she does, but I have, and I will. <laughs> Mostly she does. Well, I'm working, and she takes them out, uh, her out in the morning. You're home at noon. Yeah, but then I'm... Sleeping. I, I know. Well, there was lunch. Then sleep. Then sleep. Then you wake up, TV, then... Supper. And then TV. Then sleep. Then a little more TV. <laughs> then sleep. A little more TV. Then it's time to get up again. Right? Well, you're just making me look bad. <laughs> no, I'm just explaining your day. You have patterns. <laughs> yes. That you honor. <clears throat> But that well, I didn't yesterday. I, I think probably we, we all have we, patterns. We do. We got our. Uh, uh, I had Jimmy Street over to fix fix the bathtub in my. What was wrong with my bathtub? bathroom? Uh, you turn on the hot water and the whole house starts shaking. Jesus. Well, that isn't good. <laughs> the whole house. Well, not didn't that happen in the Amityville Horror? You know I think that it, happened in the Amityville Horror, yeah, didn't it? Yeah. The devil was in the. Did he the solve place. the problem? I assume. Yes. What was the problem? Yeah, something was loose inside. He took apart stuff, and, and it made the house vibrate. It was like going, and it was waking up Jan in the morning because I, I use it in the morning and I use it at night, and in the morning it's three thirty or three o'clock, and it was really loud. Well, I'm glad you got it fixed. You got it fixed. Yeah. Yeah. All right, back to the Hawks. Yeah. Basketball, Friday night. Basketball Hawks. Portland State, Friday night. Another close one, another nail biter. Yeah. You can't wait. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at all these other Big Ten teams. I mean, I know. Um, Wisconsin, who'd they beat yesterday? Um, uh, a ranked uh, Houston. And now they play St. Mary's, right? Yes. I mean, and I know it's a holiday tournament or whatever, and Iowa does those at some point, but. I don't know. This year's schedule. I mean, Houston was ranked. This year, yeah. This, and that John Davis had like 20, 30 points. He looked really good. I, I haven't really given much thought about Big Ten basketball teams yet other than Purdue. I mean, Purdue obviously looks really good. Illinois lost twice already. Illinois lost twice. And I've had, read some reports of people saying that the players aren't playing real hard, which seems weird with, um, with Underwood. Brad seems Underwood. real weird. And so, yeah, it's still early. I'm not going to. Uh, Frazier got injured. He got injured, and they had to carry him off the court. So that that could be interesting because I don't think the Big Ten's that great this year in basketball. I really don't. I I, I mean, I think there's a lot. I of think just, Purdue's the class I think by it, themselves. Just like in football, I think there's a lot of average to below average teams, and there mm-hmm. are. So we'll see. But I I mean, this tomorrow night or Friday night's going to be more of this. It's just going to be another of what we've already seen five times. Yeah, that's right. No. And it, I've enjoyed it in that get to see some of the new kids. But now you're play. tired of it, right? But yeah, we got to find out how good we are. And I'm. What kind of attendance do you think they'll have for a Friday night, um, Black Friday? 
basketball game. It'd be like just what it's been, nothing. And then, interesting, I ended up leaving at halftime because I couldn't get on the internet. And if I can't get on the internet Friday, I'm just going to cover it from home. Because mm-hmm. you can't do, when you can't get on, and it was Iowa's problem. I thought it was my computer. And they're like, no, they, their tech guy tried to work with it. And he's like, this is on our end. He goes, we're not sure what's going on. So I just ended up going home. But when I was leaving at the end of halftime, getting ready for the second half to start, hardly any, you were there, right? Yes. I counted 53 people in the ice cream line. Jesus. And there, I don't think there was 3,000 people in the arena. I, that was the number that I had in my head. I twice tried to go up to the concession stand to use my voucher. And both times I went up there, there was 20 to 30 people in li- and the line was just not moving at all. I mean, I just, it's, it's just a weird setup. Nobody's there and yet they're overwhelmed. Yeah. Well, it's true. Very true. It's just a bad setup. They're losing money left and right. Well, you, you have got to pull the cone out and then you put it under the, the spigot. spigot and then you pull the lever and it there were literally 53 people in line the line <laughs> zigged know. and zagged and I'm, but it is it's like it seriously is like a monty python or snl sketch sometime watching them because where you could pull the spigot like they do like a dairy queen and it just comes out uh-huh. they're like nursing it and they do that with every Cone. But yeah, but this and is he, just they don't have enough concessions open. No, they I mean, don't. Yeah, they just well, have one on one too. side and one on the other. And most well, they can't find people. A lot of people like to go to the concession at the same time, either before the game, toward the in halftime. And like I said, it was just overwhelmed. And yeah. there was nobody in the arena. So I mean, obviously when the Big Ten starts, I assume they're gonna open stuff up and because uh, if not, it'll just I mean, they won't it'll be a madhouse. Yeah. And I, I and I think I think it may be that they're having trouble finding people too. But I also think they're trying to save money right now, don't you? Airmark, um, whoever's in charge of. There's a reason other than bodies why they're not opening up these other stands during these six. Well, months. maybe there's the crowds don't justify having everything open. That's what I'm saying. And yep. yet, then you're still 53 deep in the ice cream line. Well, they need to have more ice cream stations. I mean, that, clearly. So, yeah, I mean, it just, you have hardly anybody in the arena, and yet, judging from the lines, you'd think the place was packed. It's just, it's a weird setup. I mean, I. Well, the, yeah, the other night there were, you know, where I generally get my tenderloin, the little grill thing, there were, must have been 50 people in line. And there's almost never more than five people. And yet, we're talking about less than 5,000 people y- in the yes. arena. It's, it's a weird setup. I mean, I just, it's just not working. I mean, something's not functioning right. Do you think that's fair to say? Yes. Well, I can't imagine that's how they want it. When I say they, Iowa. Well, if it isn't personnel that they can't get the personnel, maybe they can't get the normal supply that they usually get. Something's causing it. Yeah, possible. But it's just not it's just not a good look. I feel bad for the fans who are waiting 50 deep for an ice cream cone. Well, maybe they're playing it so that, you know, they're playing it safe. Like uh, Coach Ferens, that they don't want. Well, they also don't mind. They nothing. don't want too many people having ice cream because they, then they might get ill. Might get ill, okay. Because uh, the machine might break if <laughs> and you I use also it too much. Think <laughs> that they're not worried about missing a few minutes of what's going on on the court, too, and they're willing to wait. And, whereas a lot of big, fun Big Ten games, you're not going to want to stand in line waiting for ice cream and miss with the action. I don't think people care if they miss a few minutes of these games. I don't know much about Portland State. I know, remember, have you guys ever heard of Freeman Williams? Sure. The great Freeman Williams. You ever heard of him, Captain? Uh, Google Freeman Williams Portland State basketball, and we'll talk. He has um, 
I started keeping. I started being interested in college stats in like the late '70s, mid. And Freeman Williams was leading the nation in scoring. It was him and Larry Bird, and my God, he used to score points at an incredible. He pace. really did. It was incredible. Hello, hello. Yeah, you guys were talking about the concession lines yeah, for huh? uh, wrestling ticket holders, and we went to the wrestling meet last Saturday, uh-huh. and it was not it was not crazy packed in there. You know, it was the first meet and whatnot. But the lines were absolutely insane, and parking was insane, and we just told ourselves we're going to have to start getting to each event an hour before if we want to get concessions and everything. Yeah. But no. it was terrible. Sir, I will say part of I the part. I just wanted to share that. Hey, wait. Thank well, you. I will say one reason for the parking being as bad as it was was because of the football game. Because wasn't the wrestling oh, yeah, on Friday? Of course, yeah. yeah. Wrestling was yeah. on Friday. Yeah. yeah. And because I dealt with that the week before for basketball, and it was insane, but that's because of all those RVs were in the dental lot. So, yeah, that shouldn't be a problem anymore. But, no, it's the lines are going to be uh, – the line, that's just the way it is, and it's unfortunate. I feel bad for you. Right, right. I'm just kind of afraid of what happens when uh, when some of these wrestling meets that, you know, that it's a packed house when the Big Ten starts. That's right. going to be – that's going to be unreal. But yes, anyway, it is. Have a good one, guys. Hey, Thank thanks you. for the Happy call. Thanksgiving. He brings up a good you point, bet. though. That's the, that's part of the reason I didn't cover the wrestling on Friday night. That because I just didn't have time with everything else going on, and I didn't have any assistants who were available. But the parking, I mean, it literally the parking from the six or seven thousand in the men's game the week before was just ridiculous. I didn't want to deal with it. I yeah. knew, I've had people tell me it was a nightmare over there. But that is a one-time thing for wrestling. Now that football's over, it won't be near as bad. The lines at the the lines, I can't speak on that. I think the lines are just the way it is at an Iowa game. It says here, Freeman Williams. What do you think his net worth is? Freeman Williams, the basketball player? Yeah. Um, and I don't, he never really made it in the NBA. No, he didn't. So, uh, 500000 100000 He made it somewhere. It's uh, uh, $196 million. Listen, you talk about Freeman Williams, the basketball player from Portland State? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, he made it somewhere then. Wow. Well, he didn't make it playing basketball. Well, not in the NBA anyway. Maybe he well, did. Well, you're not going to make that kind of money no. anyway. He must have done something. Here, I'll Google. You guys t- talk again yeah, about what you have for dinner. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. We already talked about what Steve <laughs> yeah. had for dinner. Uh, like we never repeat ourselves uh, on this show? <laughs> I've already forgotten. No, tilapia breaded. And then breaded tilapia and chicken, cauliflower. Yep, and, ca- and chicken, green beans. That just seems so ridiculous to me. Yeah, I'm going to look this up now. I'm Hi, Tommy Lang. Yeah. I, uh, I had DP dough last night. It was delicious. Had a calzone, the Yum. Hawkeye zone with sausage and pepperoni. Delicious. Yeah. That does sound good. It, what, they what's are it, good. What, what's, it, what's in it again? DP dough. Sausage and pepperoni. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the way to go. pepperoni and like, uh, some kind of cheese. I get the firecracker zone, Tommy. That's good. Yeah, it is real good. But I mentioned an advertising. Okay. Well, excuse me. I got the tilapia at the Bread Garden Market. There Free- you go. Freeman Williams is an, is an American retired professional basketball player. He was the 1978 NCAA Men's Division I scoring champion and the Portland State University all-time leading scorer. Williams was the NCAA Division I National Men's Basketball Individual Scorer in 1977 and 78. He was a consensus second-team All-American in 78. He is second in... Division One history and scoring trailing only Pete, Pete Maravich. Think about that. Yeah. Freeman Williams. Um, let me see. I'm going to see I, what else we have here, Captain. 198 million. It doesn't say anything about that. I think you're. I well, think, look up Freeman Williams. I am. I got his Google thing worth, right here. Net worth. And I'm looking up his. I'm looking up his life to see. Maybe if he's a good bank robber. 
1987, Williams played in the Philippine Basketball Association for the Tudai Rum Masters, where he famously scored 82 points, <laughs> including 10 three-pointers in one game. I just put Freeman had a small part in the 1992 film White Men Can't Jump, playing fictional background legend Duck Johnson. But I does, just put Freeman Williams' net worth. Well, what I'm saying is it's probably a different Freeman Williams. It's not this one. And that's, well, you know, shows him playing basketball. But, yeah, there's nothing on here. Here's a story about being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Huh. Well, maybe Freeman Williams, uh, we've talked about that all that we can. Says he worked at the youth. There he is, showing playing basketball. It's under Freeman Williams' net worth. Yeah, this says he worked as a youth counselor. Well, then we we know he didn't make $198 million being a no. youth counselor. No, I, I'm not saying it. I just think there's probably it's probably something well, else. Something's goofy. Yeah, something's goofy. Because, yeah. yeah, I just read his biography, and it doesn't say anything about him being doing anything that would make him worth that kind of money. And he isn't worth that kind of money from what he did. I mean, he didn't barely, he didn't even play in the NBA. You know, but, uh, but boy, he could, he could score uh, boy, points. Boy, he was a scorer. God, he could score points. I just remember him. He could shoot the lights out of it. Okay, there's a Freeman Williams. I don't know if it's the same one. It says, Freeman Williams, a podiatry and biomechanics. No, this is not the same one. And that seems an awful lot of money even for that Freeman Williams. Yeah. Maybe he won the lottery. Who knows? But, no, um, Portland State, I mean, it's just. No, it'll be. We should beat them by twenty-five or thirty points, probably. And and we won't really learn any. I still don't know much about this Iowa team yet. I mean, Keegan Murray's not going to be scoring twenty-five to thirty points a game. I would not I, think so. I just don't think that's going to happen. And one thing I will. I mean, Bohannon's play has been kind of. Bohannon really hasn't it, played. With, no, he hasn't uh, done I mean, much. He really hasn't done much. I mean, and it does kind of seem like he is basically just kind of their designated three-point shooter, and if that's not working... Well, and he's not getting open, particularly. No, right now he's not, and it's going to be interesting to see how that... So if he's not getting open against this competition, how is he going to get open against Big Ten competition? And if Tony Perkins keeps playing as well as he's playing, are we going to see times where Jordan and Tony are out there together? Tony may get to the point where he's just has to play 15, 20 minutes a game because of what he brings. Well, I think he does. And, this, but This Freeman Williams is worth $5 million. But that's going to be... The basketball Freeman Williams? Yes. That's going that to be... Makes that, even, sense. that even seems a little high, but he did play 10 years in professional basketball. But um, it's going to be interesting to see how the Tony Perkins, his role fits in. Because minutes, there's only so many minutes for everybody. Well, and I've been so impressed with Peyton Sanford, mm-hmm. too. He has just been Well, and terrific. he's unconscious. I mean, he thinks yeah. every shot he's taken is going in. You know, yep. a lot of these people, not all of them, of course, but a lot of them, when they're making that money, they invest. Yeah. So it's possible to Oh, yeah. To, to make. Yeah, and I, I've also yeah. had people tell me that those stuff that we use, that stuff is, some of that stuff is oh, so yeah. inaccurate. Yeah. You know, those are just wild Well, stuff. we know, like, McCartney's rich. Yes. You know what I mean? Oh, you think? Yeah. We, I mean, we, we know who's really rich. Speaking of which, that Beatles uh, get back... Yeah. Thing starts tomorrow. I am looking forward to what that. What is it? Beatles Get Back, uh, Peter Jackson, uh, Beatle documentary, on, three parts. It's on Disney Plus. On Disney Plus. On the Beatles? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I will watch it, but I'm to the point now where I've seen what well, do is you have? Left, you, do you have? You don't know. Well, if it ever comes up, what is left to be said about the Beatles? It's mostly unseen footage from the Let It Be 
sessions. Oh, okay. Uh, that, I mean, especially if you're a musician, I could see me getting a little bored with that after a while. But if, like someone like you, who's a, but I mean, I know everything about the Beatles that there is to be. I mean, I've mm-hmm. I've read about them for fifty years. Sure, it'll be. But I'd still Agreed. watch it. I still would watch it. I mean, don't get me wrong. Hello. I haven't seen that Beatles movie yet, so don't spoil it for me. No, because it hasn't been out yet. So that was not funny. I'm trying to do Billboard release their top ten. Did you guys see that? Yes, the number one song. Well, no, the top ten musical acts. Performers, Beatles were number one. But other than that, I mean, it was Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson, Rihanna, Whitney Houston. Um, it was. I'm trying to find it. It was Stones on there. No, it was interesting. Wow. It was mostly. Um, I think Dylan was like fourth. I think. Uh, now I can't find it. Listen, uh, Billboard comes out with the top songs of all time or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I like the song. Don't get me wrong. Um, it's uh, the weekend. And. Uh, oh God. Well, I like uh, the weekend, but he's not. Shouldn't be on the end, some of the best songs ever. No. That's absurd. No. no, it didn't make any sense. Who Who's the weekend? He's a singer. Yeah. And he's really good, but... And he misspells Blinding lights, yeah. Blinding lights. Well, he doesn't want to be confused with The weekend. Yeah. <laughs> what? There's a Canadian band called The weekend. I'm trying to find... Here's one I found. Top 10 musical artists from Michigan. Number 10, Alice Cooper. Number 9, Eminem. Number 8, The White Stripes. Number 7, Grand Funk Railroad. Number 6, Iggy Pop. Number 5, Smokey Robinson. Number 4, Diana Ross and the Supremes. Number 3, Bob Seger. Number 2, Aretha Franklin. Number 1, Stevie Wonder. Man, Michigan has put out... You put it in... The really good ones in there are the Motown ones. Wow. I didn't realize so many musical acts came from Michigan. You put an Iggy Pop in here. You don't like Iggy Pop, do you, Captain? I don't. Sucks. I don't like his music at all. I, I just, I just weird weirdo. Suck. Andy was a top forty hit. Don't you bring that up in here? It's stupid. Don't play it then. What's the song? Iggy it's called Candy, the one with um, what's her name from the B fifty twos? Okay. Yeah. You would not like it. I can't think. You're of not. You're not an Iggy Pop fan, or right? I don't. No. Iggy Pop. No. I just don't like. Um, what was his band called? The Stooges? Yeah, that's what. Yeah, I just the sound. All right, Captain Iggy Pop and the New York Dolls. Who would you listen to? Uh, New York Dolls. Not, yeah, New York Dolls. You'd pick them, okay? Yeah. Kate Pearson, that's her name. Yes, thank you. Is this like late eighties? It's Good a rainy video. afternoon, nineteen ninety. The big city. Jeez, it's been twenty years. I like the chord progression. Andy. You were so only fine. Top 40 hit. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay. Now, I will say for Iggy Pop, this is pretty good. It sounds like Beck a little bit. You burn my heart with a sounds like a 1980s. It does. 
That's not bad. No. That, but that's usually that not right. what I hear from Iggy Pop. Beautiful. I was cool with it. But that's Beautiful. better than a lot of the nonsense you play on Beautiful. here. Beautiful. You just are being stubborn now. You Deep down, you don't mind that song. No. I, it was a hit. You're just I not going to concede that. here. You're not, you're not going to give an inch. You're digging your heels Weirdos, in. Just a bunch of but I'm willing to admit when somebody <laughs> I don't like, but that's not a bad song. Like, no. I, I, I like the bird. I like yeah. the The guitar. music was very like accessible. His, uh, music, uh, singing? <laughs> no. No. Because he can't. Like what? He can't sing. He was okay in that. Yeah, I, I He's don't talk it. I don't like that Talkin type of singing. Don't like that t- type of singing. Yeah. But yeah. no, I just his songs normally don't sound like that. Yeah. They don't have this type of guitar rift or what have you. It's usually no, it a was a, it was a hit, Lang. When? I didn't tell when you. When was it a hit? Eighties. Oh, so it is from the eighties. Uh-huh. Okay. It does sound like an eighties. It does. Because it is. Yeah, it is. and it got up the charts, unlike one song that leaves the airwaves at the end of December. <laughs> what song is that? Build a Bitch. Are we back on that again? Yes. You guys are still arguing about that? We're not. He keeps bringing it up. Why do you keep bringing it up? Uh, stir, him when, because you, in the license it says I'm supposed to stir controversy. You're, you're kicking them when they're down. You won this thing. You yeah. exercised your power, and yeah. you want to remind them of that, right? Yes. Is that what you're doing? Yes, that's exactly what I'm doing. That's what I thought. He's kicking Molly when she's down. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you're just exerting your authority, and you're you're kind of you're basking in it. That's Steve has has that right. Basking in the joy of having the final say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, there you there you have it. Um, let's let's think. Um, I'm trying to think if we've covered everything. But well, like I said, the women. So when do the women play again? I mean, they, they're off all this week, right? Yeah. Don't yeah. they have to? I guess you can't say for sure. Don't they have to do the ten days, and then yeah. they all have to make sure they, and then they'll. I believe that is correct. So right now, I guess you really can't say when they'll play again, right? I mean, no, because you don't know. I mean, well, yeah, they got to test, and if you know. So you would have gotten down to Cancun. You'd be there right now. When we when were yes. you guys leaving? We would have gotten there yesterday, early evening, I believe. So do you know of anyone that still went? Um, no. I well, I didn't know anybody who was going. Oh, you didn't know anyone no. on the trip. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. My brother and his wife were going to go. And they chose not to because of the COVID. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's unfortunate. It I, is, I, I, but it's first I, world problem. But it also reminds you, you got to be careful because they, they just lost three games. Yeah. Three big games. I mean, Drake and then two games in Cancun. That could have been resume. I mean, just it's, that's a big. It's, that, it's going to hurt their resume. That's a big chunk of your season. And, and, and I'm not saying it's unavoidable because well, or avoidable. Of- 10% of their season was Because Iowa's done a really good job of staying out of trouble like that, but I'm just showing this thing is persistent. It just won't go away. No, it's and it's not going to go away. Uh, as long as there's people that won't get vaccinated, and I'm not just uh, – I mean, it's a pandemic. I agree. So it's worldwide, and as long as it, it – you know, you've got countries. Uh, aren't Europe, are aren't just, they doing shutdowns in Europe again? Yes. Yes, and people are pissed off. You know, well, Biden is... I don't hear Biden saying shut Bi- down. No, Biden is sending, uh, you know, vaccines to other countries, and they're going, just worry about America. Well, it's a they won't take them. Plus, they, if they're not going to take them... But, I mean, if you don't... I, listen, somebody gets the damn thing in Colombia, 
passes it on to someone in Venezuela, passes it on to Cuba, That's comes to Miami. It's, you know, it's a pandemic. So the more countries that have the vaccine, the better off the United States is. I agree. Of course. You I know, agree. I mean, it's, it's just stupid, but they don't understand. Well, Biden can't win. They no. Don't, no. The, the, his haters won't take the vaccine here because they want COVID to be a problem that they can dump on Biden, but then they get mad at him when he tries to have other people. Another, I, he just can't win. It's just no. But it's just uh, the fact that the pandemic. I mean, I understand certain things being political, but the fact that this virus, this it's, it's ridiculous. Is ridiculous. Some guy got kicked off of General Hospital after 29 years, wouldn't get a vaccine. Adios, yeah. mf'er. Yeah. General Hospital. <laughs> <laughs> That was big news because the guy was there for, I mean, it, it is, it's big news because the guy was there for 29 years. There's another guy that got kicked off at 27. Why would you die on that hill? I don't get it. When you've had every other vaccine since you've been uh, age uh, three months, why would you die on that hill? It's just stupid. You know, when nobody else has uh, died on this stuff, it's been now given to almost 400 million people who are still walking around. I mean, the only people that have died that have got it have had really bad situations, mm-hmm. either bad cancers or heart conditions, things like that. But, but a pre-existing. People, yeah. P- healthy people that got it, they didn't, I mean, 97% of the people in hospitals are unvaccinated. Did you hear Kirk say the other day that their entire coaching staff on his radio show is vaccinated, but that six players still aren't vaccinated? On the football team. That's what he said on his radio yeah. show last Wednesday. And if they lose uh, games because they get it, then they should be kicked off the damn team. I think he said six. Does that surprise you? I agree you that with many? you. Uh, I'm disappointed. And if you had to guess why you think those six aren't vaccinated, what would your reasons be? Political, yeah, religion, political. or no, political. fear? Political. Political. I, I'm with you. I yeah. think that's probably. Because yeah. I think more times than not, that is the root of the. Yeah, that's the whole damn root of the thing is it's political. It's unfortunate. I mean, it really is. But I mean, let's give football credit. They're, yep. I mean, they're yep. going to make it twelve out of twelve. And well, COVID, we, we hope. Yeah. yeah, we hope. I mean, COVID. Well, I mean, yeah. I guess something could always happen. We're still two days away from. I mean, today is Wednesday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything's sped up a day. So, um, but yeah, something could happen. But right now, it, I mean, there's no reason to believe that COVID is going to impact this game. But you never say never. It can happen just like that. Yeah. I mean, look at the women's thing. Yeah. How did you find out about the women's thing? I know I called you, but you already knew then. Yeah, and Steve called. We got just buried yeah. with messages from people, you know, Facebook, texts, phone calls, uh, you know, every possible. Every and possible it did. It just happened like that. Yeah. They just put out an announcement, and boom, that changed everything. Okay, so what if uh, you could cure COVID by eating uh uh, let's seafood. say, yeah, seafood. Es- once? Eating it once? Escargot. You had to eat snails. three meals. Sna- that's three snails. meals of snails? Yes. Of course I would. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I would. I, would, I, I, would I have to like it? I'm trying to think. I'd eat about anything if I could cure a, a potentially. A, yeah. I'm trying to think. The worst food for me would be something draped in sour cream. Like, what's something you put sour cream on? Tacos. Oh, God. I, I mean... I do see that. I mean, yeah, I mean, I could still somehow eat his tacos. Tacos sound good. But not yeah, with sour cream. Actually, I don't understand. Tacos sound real good. I don't yeah. understand sour cream on tacos. I just don't get it. 
explain it to me. No, it, it, it doesn't taste good either. I got a from Taco Bell one time. I got the, one of those. I was with yeah, you. Got yeah. one of those deluxe. Yeah, tacos. and you didn't say hold the sour cream, right? And I didn't know it was on there, and it was just awful. Ugh, terrible. <laughs> sour cream is the worst food ever made. <laughs> I what do you put it on? I uh, yeah, I'll eat it if it's in tacos. I you don't really put it will. on anything. I've tried it once in a taco, and that's all I could taste. It just wasn't good. I couldn't taste the spice. I couldn't taste the just that uh, doesn't, nasty. And sour. It, just, it doesn't really add anything to me. It tastes like what I would think feet would taste like. And it changes the, <laughs> it changes the texture of the whole thing too. Gooey. And it just was nasty. Gooey. It, it meant nothing. To it me. Makes everything gooey. Ew. I mean, I'm not a big fan. Oh my God, sour. You put cream. it on baked potatoes? No. A lot of people do that. That's what I see sour cream on the most. Tacos and, and, and uh, and kind of like sour cream. Sometimes. What does she put it on? Um, she'll occasionally put it on baked potato, which just, is not a, that's which very she loves and loves I just baked put potatoes. Butter on baked potatoes. Me too. Me butter too. and pepper. Yeah, gotta have a ton of pepper. Sometimes I'll uh, cheese every now and then. And then how about chives? Not a big chives guy. I love chives. I like chives, but I just like my baked potato with just a little butter I like, and pepper. Uh, Cottage cheese with chives. I like cottage cheese with tons of pepper on it. I don't put pepper on it. Oh, I put pepper on almost everything I eat. Yeah. Even popcorn. Yeah. On popcorn? I just have always loved pepper. I just, I'm what? A, I'm a pepper That's fanatic. what I look forward to most when I get my new teeth. Pepper? Is popcorn. <laughs> and put a bunch of pepper on yeah. it. Yeah. But no, I've just always, and pepper's good for you. When I get my new teeth. But my parents always, my Jesus. mom put pepper on a lot. I don't know if pepper's good for you. It's not bad for you. Black pepper's not bad no. for you. It's it's it, actually I remember reading it's got some. What's the health uh, benefit? I can't remember what it is. Um, but and then it also looks better because it's always grouped with salt, and of course salt is terrible for you. I guess in moderation. Salt is good though. Salt is good, but it's it's the one thing my doctor tells me to watch more than anything mm -hmm. is salt and salt in processed foods. I mean, I looked, I eat a lot of Panera soup, but I still, I, I, the Panera soup that high V sells, if you eat that one little helping, that is 115% of your daily, I think it has over a, the amount of salt, but I'm assuming the salt. That the Health soup, benefits of pepper. I'm yeah. assuming the soup that they prepare fresh on Panera, that's got to be better than the process they sell in the store. I it? would think so. Because isn't the salt put in there to preserve the product? Yeah. Uh, and flavor, too. Okay. What you got, Cap? Uh, Health benefits of pepper. Yeah, and then I uh, screwed it up. Health <laughs> benefits of... But I can't eat vegetables without pepper on it. Pepper. Cottage cheese, or uh, macaroni and cheese has to have pepper on it. Uh, I agree. Yeah. Agree. Now, I like a little bit of pepper on steak, but I'm more of a salt person on steak. Yeah. Okay. May reduce the risk of cataracts. And macular degeneration. Okay. I heard that one. I thought that was carrots. May reduce the likelihood of anemia. That's a lot of mays. Yes. May protect against certain uh, chronic diseases. May delay age-related memory loss. I didn't realize it was had. May have blood sugar lowering effects. May trigger social diseases. <laughs> So, in other words, there's some, maybe it's good for you yeah, in some ways, yeah. and maybe Pretty much it like they are with everything. I mean, yeah. it just and maybe like it isn't. You'll have a yeah. study from the 80s that says yeah. that cholesterol is going to kill you. Now, it's not. Well, now they've got two kinds, good cholesterol and bad cholesterol. Well, and like eggs were supposed to be bad, but now eggs have so much protein, they're good, right? Right. I can't keep up with what's good and bad anymore. It changes. I'm still with the bad eggs. 
There was one study that they just put out. When I saw that, I'm like, why did they pay to have this study? I can't. And we talked about it. It was just ridiculous. I can't re remember. It was something obvious, like chocolate's not good for you or something. I can't remember what it was. Well, dark chocolate's supposed to that's, be good, that's for, good for your you. blood pressure. Yeah, and then in moderation. If you eat too much of dark chocolate, then you've eaten so. I just don't like dark. But no, when I uh, started taking high blood, I like blood, it as well. Um, baked potatoes are good for you too. Yes, they are. Yeah. As long as you don't put sour cream and a ton of butter on them. Yeah. Well, because they have high in well, potassium. Well, then no, don't. But eat then why it, would yeah. you eat it? Yeah. I, I eat a baked potato with just a little bit of butter on it and a lot of pepper. I take one of those tubs and just. No, <laughs> I, I, if, if you put too much butter on it, then it just turns into a big goo fest. Okay, down at down at Ruthie's at Riverside. Okay, I don't know if they still do, but if you get a steak, they give you a, comes with baked potato and they're huge. And a stick of butter. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's just ridiculous. That's a nice whole of them. stick that's of nice butter. That's nice of Ruthie to do that, but yeah. I don't need that much. Oh, there's lots of times when I go to a fancy steakhouse and they put the butter on before. I scoop three-fourths the butter off my potato. I don't need that much. I don't need it to be just drenched in butter. But, I mean, I think we, we asked them, you know, why is do you bring a whole stick of butter? Oh, some, some people like it that way. Well, I'll be at the sandwich shop, and I'll see somebody, yeah, can I get some extra mayonnaise? And I'll see him glop it on there, and they'll be like, yeah, can you put a little bit more? By the end, you can't even tell what the Ew, ingredients are because it's covered I, in mayonnaise. I love uh, Perkins pancakes. They just bring a big scoop of butter. Yeah, I remember, remember that. What, yeah. Are they ever going to open that again? I don't know. Oh, Perkins is closed? It's been closed. They had a fire last oh, year. Oh, that's right. So it's not COVID-related. Yeah. Uh -uh. No. Nah, maybe now. I maybe mean, now. Hello? Hey, Suter. Yeah. I used to date a girl named Ruthie, and she came with a stick of butter, too. Hey. Wow, he's getting kind of dirty. He is. Yeah. Kind of going raunchy two days before Thanksgiving. Raunchy. <laughs> One day before Thanksgiving. Well, Thanksgiving well, that's right. Tomorrow. I keep thinking, yeah, you're right. One day before Thanksgiving, and we're in the gutter. Can we end that way? Let's try to we end We can on... end however we want. <laughs> that's true. And you guys are doing a show on Friday. Yeah. Because since I'm not going to the football, I'll be covering the football game from home. I'm covering the basketball game. Then I, I should be able to come in. Yeah. Because, I mean, the game doesn't start until yeah. 1230. Yeah. yeah let's part of the reason we'll I'm not going to the game is I did some budgeting. I mean, I need to have money in case they get to the championship. Plus, they're going to go to a bowl game in Florida more than oh, likely. Yeah. And I'm budgeting for that because I'm definitely going to that. I got my plane ticket. I mean, I've, they're either going to go to Florida or Vegas, it looks like. Doesn't it? it? it, it yes. I don't think I they're going to drop so. all the way to the music. I, I don't think so They're either. not going to go to the Music City Bowl. I don't, I don't think see so. that happening. Hello? Yeah, Steve, they are going to reopen Perkins. They've had the construction people in and out of there. They're just having trouble getting the uh, construction crews into the uh, place. All right. All okay, right. Thanks. thanks. Thank you. Yep. Bye. I used to love Perkins' omelets. Perkins got pretty expensive, though, man. Perkins' food is good. Oh, it is. They're, yeah. they, do, they, have, they do really good breakfast food. Yeah. A, and then now I'm hungry. You guys hungry? Yes, I've well, been hungry since. Uh, I'm really hungry since four this morning. I didn't have dinner last night because yeah. my brother-in-law. You guys should be getting one. He sent. It's Christmas. He sent. He sent this gift from Harry and David. He yeah. sent it to all of our advertisers, and I think you. It's a tower, of different size boxes of chocolate. Oh, oh cool. One on top. When do we get one. it? I got mine like three days ago. I would think he said he sent them all out. Hopefully he didn't forget you guys. He might have stiffed us. But it's really nice. But man, that son of a I've done nothing <laughs> but eat out of that thing for the last two days. And I noticed last night. I remember I woke up today. I'm like, man, I didn't eat dinner. Why? And then I saw all the wrappers from like <laughs> it's all different kind: chocolate malt, chocolate with mint, all high and and um, 
popcorn, and I've just done nothing but eat that stuff for the last three days. But no, you should be. Let Popcorn's me know who, in it? Oh, there's, there's one. The third one up, the third smallest one, one side of it has popcorn. It's got caramel Yum. and chocolate popcorn. Then the other side has some other different kind. Then you go down. There's one. The next to the bottom one has um, vanilla frosted pretzels. I don't like chocolate popcorn. And oh, then, I, I oh, I love it. I do. And then the one at the very bottom has all. There's one. It's got cherry. Cho- it's got all this different. It's called. You've heard of Harry and David, haven't oh, you? Oh, sure. Yeah. It's no. It's. I thought the, they were more fruit. They do that too, but this yeah. is. And I'm gonna. The neat thing is, I'm gonna save this. Once even after everything's, the stuff it comes in is really cool. It's it looks like a Christmas ornament. It's like a bit. Like yeah, a, it's like it's a, really neat. Yeah. So yeah. let me know though, because I'm pretty sure he, you got. He sent you guys something. Last year, yes, yeah, did. yes. So um, it's interesting that maybe he sent mine first just because I'm his um, brother-in-law and he likes me more than you guys. Hello. That's where he has to like me. He may hate me. Hey. Hey. Okay. Sounds like Uma This Guma. call can't get worse. Go ahead. Oh. Hi. I had a question for Pat. Okay. Is there a, is there a chance that this ploy by... Nebraska, that quarterback can still play. Is there rules against that? Well, no. I mean, no, I mean, um, but I don't. I think I, I, don't I don't think it's a ploy. I don't think he's going to. No, I don't think Frost would do that. I don't know what that would accomplish, but but no, there's. It's not like the NFL where you can get fined and no. whatever. But no, I he's out. I'm sure that okay. had he, my just, guess is he has not been medically cleared to play. I just don't trust trust Frost or PJ Fleck. Well, fair enough. Yeah, I uh, I'm with you. But what does Fleck have to do with it? He doesn't he just trust doesn't trust. Him. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, those are the two fan- coaches that Iowa yeah. fans just seem to dislike the most. Uh, just to get an edge, Franklin and James Franklin. Okay, no, you're, that's that's how you feel. That's how you feel. But no, I I would be stunned if Martinez plays oh, Friday. Okay, Pat. Thanks. Yep. Keep thanks for the call, work, guys. Yep. PJ Fleck. Happy Thanksgiving. I mean, PJ Fleck's problem. I think. Deep down at heart, he's a good man, and I think he. Oh, coach. I do too. His problem is he wears on people. Just he, he, he wears me wears the f on, out. He wears on people. Yeah, you know he's the reason though that I that that wave thing really picked off. Remember, Iowa hadn't really been participating in the wave very much as a team, and some fans were bitching on social media. Then Fleck had Minnesota that back in when they first started. And then Iowa looked bad, and then if you notice after that, yeah. Iowa started doing it a lot more. So f- my guess is that probably pissed Kirk off because Fleck, in a way, embarrassed him. Did he do it intentionally? I don't know because I'll tell you, Minnesota, they you saw them participate in that wave. I mm-hmm. mean, they do it as serious as anyone does it. And some people say, well, he's just doing that to bring attention to himself. I don't know if that's the case. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think uh-uh. he does get a bad rap. And, you know, honestly, I'm turned towards the hospital, so I don't see Oh, that's right. You sit on that side. But no, Minnesota, they do it. They are as, I mean, it's almost like they choreograph it. I mean, the way they participated. But remember, Tom, Iowa didn't do it much as a team when it first started. And there were people complaining, why aren't you doing it? And then Minnesota kind of got it going. Because I think Kirk said, well, you know, know, we look like fools if we're not doing it. And they started doing it a lot more. And now, and I wasn't knocking them back then. It was more, and like Kirk said back then, he believed it was more of a fan thing then. And then that the football teams would just, you know, continue their strategizing. But then when, you know, Minnesota came in and did it, that sort of, like, ah, you know, it'd be pretty cool if each team. So now we have the wave. Hello. Yeah, you know, uh, PJ gets a lot of lot of uh, knocks, but when he was at Western Michigan, I got a chance to meet him for I don't know fifteen twenty minutes, talk to him, real nice guy. Mm-hmm. 
couple years later, there a couple years ago in Iowa City, I mean, I hadn't seen him for five or six years. He saw me, actually came over, called me by name. I mean, just, you know, remembered my name, said, hi, how you doing? My former brother-in-law worked for him up there, worked with him at Western Michigan, and spoke to us for probably 10 minutes, just not football, just, you know, catching up. Mm-hmm. So I, I think he's a real decent guy mm-hmm. he's just as much of a salesman yes uh, no i think that's, I think that's exactly right I think that's a perfect description he's promoting he's constantly promoting i think that rubs yep. some people the wrong way that's a good story and i've heard stories about kirk ferentz like that too kirk's really good with names i yes. remember when i yeah. met kirk for the yeah. very first time i saw him like four days later at, at dirty john's getting ice cream and he remembered my name and he had met me once and that was very yep. i was very impressed by that so yeah no thanks yeah. for sharing that yeah but um but, yeah, I think P.J. gets a bad rap, but, you know, P.J., Iowa fans are going to be cheering. I mean, I wouldn't be stunned if Minnesota beat him. I really wouldn't. I'd be surprised, but stranger things have happened. Stranger things have happened, and uh, it would be the most Iowa thing ever for us to lose to Nebraska and then have Minnesota beat Wisconsin. Yeah, that would. I mean, it would just be totally the, Iowa. How, sa- how sad would yeah. you be? Would that ruin your weekend? I would be pissed. Would you say fire parents? No. no. <laughs> woke. Woke. Rigged. The game was rigged. Yeah, the game was rigged. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, that could happen too. <laughs> but, like I said, without, I just, without Martinez, I don't know how this Logan Smothers is going to, I just don't see it. The I, only thing I will say is, remember Jacques Robinson for, was it Washington? Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it was Eric Ball, third string running back for uh, UCLA. Mm-hmm. Just people you've never heard of just tear you <laughs> to shreds. Well, Jock Robinson had been their starting running back. I mean, but yeah, I mean, I just think quarterback's a little different, though. It, no, it is. I just think there's way more on the quarterback. And those guys were more experienced. Eric Ball was 13, but he still had played. This guy has not oh, played. Oh, that's true. This guy has not played hardly at all, just in mop-up duty. And Martinez means so much to that offense. So. And I know it's a different sport, but that Minnesota guy that hit six out of seven threes against us now last year. That one year. was a weird uh, Johnson. And, and he had a total of nine, I, I think, in the season. And I believe he was a transfer from Western Michigan, if I'm not mistaken. I believe you're right. They could have sure used him the other night. Yeah, yeah. boy, they sure could. That was that was. I can't. Just, they were maybe the worst team of all the teams that have come in. But yeah, they, they all kind of blend different. together. They all just sort of look alike. Yeah, they do. You know. So, but but I'm um, as far as Friday, I just I just can't get it out of my head that Martinez is lost, and, and I just I'm, I'm not really even considering Nebraska winning, and that's dangerous. It is because they they certainly still could win, but yeah, the. The backup quarterback's going to have to play a heck of a game for them to to win. And I think Iowa's going to have to commit turnovers, which could happen. Oh, sure, you bet. Which could happen. I mean, our two losses, we turned the ball over like Martinez generally. And everyone's talking about how the Iowa running game is fixed. No, I think more than anything, it's the opponent. That's why the running game has done a little better. Northwestern and Illinois were not good run defenses. No, that's, that's more than – I don't think it. the line's any better. I mean, maybe they're getting better as the season progresses. But there was this narrative yesterday, well, you know, this offense is really clicking here in November. Well, well look who they play. I wouldn't call it clicking, but it's improved. I mean, it's improved, but I think part of that is because of the competition. I think if they mm-hmm. went to try to run against – you think they're going to run up and down the field against Nebraska? Whose run defense is not great. Uh, well, here, no. Let's, here, let's, we no, I, I would guess – that. 
I do think we'll get 150 yards on the ground. See, I'm not, let me see what, I'm not that optimistic because rarely do they get 150 yards on the ground, rarely. And they've had five games this year where they've had less than 100 yards rushing. Okay. Nebraska's averaging 185.91 rushing yards per game. Iowa is averaging 115.27. Let's see. Rushing defense. Uh, well, Nebraska's, they're averaging, Nebraska is first, second, third, fourth, fifth, fifth. Nebraska's eighth. They're giving up 143.36. So, yeah, if Iowa, so, gets, if Iowa gets 150. Um, so, Nebraska's defense is average. Their run defense is average. Um, let's see, pass efficiency defense, Nebraska is um, eighth again. They're right in the, kind so of right in the middle. Dead in the middle, yeah. Kind of right dead in the middle and stuff like that. So, We'll see. Maybe the Nebraska defense comes out and if they can force some turnovers. Because if I'm Nebraska, I'm thinking we have to force turnovers and we have to somehow – although if you're Nebraska, do you really say and we have to limit some, how much Iowa's on the field on offense? That wouldn't be a fear. Would you be no, fearful no. of that? No. I wouldn't be fearful of that no. either. So if I'm Nebraska, Frost made an interesting comment. He's like, you know, we're just going to get him ready and let it rip. I, wonder, I think Scott's going to – I think Frost's going to have this devil-may-care attitude. I think they're going to take a ton of chances. What do they well, have to lose besides another game? Exactly. I think you're going to see double reverses, flea flickers. I think you're going to see them pull everything out. And this kid's been in the program long enough to where he knows these plays, and he's had a week to prepare now. I mean, well, we've had four days, and it's not rocket science. I think Frost is going to throw the playbook at him. Well, then we'll see. Now, it could backfire, you, too. S- Steve, what you got? Uh, Milton Andro Munson's obituary recalled his life as an Air oh, Force snap. veteran. A pharmacist, husband, father, and a Nebraska football f- fan. That was evident in one line in the obituary, which reads, In lieu of flowers, please place an irresponsibly large wager on Nebraska beating Iowa. I saw that. Yeah. I wouldn't place that bet. I wouldn't either. Now, I did no. see, is Nebraska, is it still like, is, it, is the game almost like a push now? Uh, yeah. I, the last I saw, Iowa was favored by one and a half. Okay, well, then that means Iowa really, because Nebraska is getting three for. So they're finally giving Iowa a slight edge. Yes. With the quarterback switch. Because without right. it, it was pretty much every different gambling service I saw from Bay was everything from yeah. three to four. I mean, so we'll see. I mean, the odds makers, they do that stuff for a reason. They obviously um, they still are giving Nebraska a serious chance of winning this game. Yeah, well, last three games against us have been very close. Mm-hmm. So. You know, it would not be unheard of to have them come out and beat us. And Martinez had one great game against Iowa and two average games, and yet they were still close. Yeah. He didn't play great in all three of those games, and they still kept it close because I thought Iowa and some of the – now they did have the Smith-Marset kick return. They've had a couple of big plays, but I still thought that Iowa's played it pretty close to them. Do you think Iowa comes out and is ultra-conservative, or do you think they're going to do what Don Patterson said, that they need to open it up? I think they'll be conservative. I do, too. I, I, I do, too. I, I – I hope they're not. And maybe, maybe to a fault. I think they're going to play not to lose. Yeah. I, Somebody asked me what play not to lose means. It's very conservative, ultra yeah. conservative. Yeah. To me, yeah, when you play not to lose, you're playing, you're, you don't want to take any chances or think outside the box because you're worried that. Risk averse. Risk averse, yeah. yeah. And you're, you're trying to avoid any controversy. And sometimes, though, that can backfire. And we've seen it backfire yeah, absolutely. with Iowa. We've yeah, seen it backfire yeah. in games. That's why here we play to lose. You play to win here. <laughs> well, I don't know. You know, the water cooler, you talk about yeah. water cooler talk. Yeah. I, was, I was by the water cooler earlier, yeah. and I heard some talk. Yeah. I heard that you guys rock. 
and that the other stations around here suck. That's what I heard. Yeah, it doesn't. It's not as much fun when there's nobody there anymore. Do you feel like the <laughs> really? Do you feel like the Boston Celtics in the '60s? Sort of? You're Bill Russell, yeah. John Havlicek, and they're the Washington Generals. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you used to be able to pick on disc jockeys and stuff, and have little disc jockey wars, and there's nobody there. Now you'd be making fun of a computer or <laughs> yeah. a disc, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> or an empty chair. That damn HP. And, uh, it just, <laughs> all it ever does is buffer. <laughs> Hello. Hey, Pat. Hey, what? I got a Thanksgiving joke. You know the difference between a butterball turkey and Ashley Henson? <laughs> um, no. About 400, about 400 pounds. <laughs> Are we going to end on that? Yeah, I are we going to end? Are we going to end on a political? Let's. I, I think we should end on that. I think this should go till two. What time is it? <laughs> it's ten to eleven. Jesus, it's almost eleven. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you're doing police reports, yes? Oh yeah. All right, police reports coming up. Hawkfanatic.com. Check it out. It's free. Damn Here's it. Season.